OG. All right, now we rolling for real. All right. They yeah. see me rolling. I got hella water. OG. They hating, patrolling, and trying to catch me riding dirty. Trying to catch me riding dirty. Trying to catch me riding dirty. That's my boy. Trying to catch me riding dirty. Chameleonaire. That millionaire shit is... It's, 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 it's quite prevalent today. Definitely. I'm like, chameleonaire? I'm like... This is the nigga who y'all talking about catching bags in Oakland because off the tech shit? Yes, nigga. Yeah. Yeah. He look like new money when you see him now. He don't look like... I he swear. Got, he don't look like rapper money. He look Hell like... Hell no. He look... <laughs> I looked at him, I'm like, this ain't never the same person. That nigga look like generational wealth money now. That's why I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, nah, man. Definitely looks different. Isn't it crazy the access you get when you acquire a certain amount of dollars? Shout out to that motherfucking... And shout out to everybody who got that 20K. Yeah, yeah. I'm, you know what? <laughs> I ain't gonna be... I ain't on that, but shout out to everybody... Shout out! Shout out to everybody who got that 20K. Shout out. Y'all motherfuckers better go buy y'all kids some goddamn school clothes and some goddamn fruits and vegetables. And I don't get no fuck that they ain't going to school no more. Buy they ass some fucking toys or some books. And some, buy they ass some books and some fucking fruits. And some fruit snacks. And some fruit snacks. You feel me? Right. Yeah, no. Y'all motherfuckers got to get y'all shit together, man. Goddamn right. Motherfuckers gonna splurge. I don't even care. Motherfuckers gonna splurge and buy Steve McQueen. I mean, Alex- Steve McQueen. That's funny as hell. <laughs> Motherfuckers gonna buy the Alexander McQueen and they Louis shits and they, you know what I'm saying? Niggas that's all here, Gucci. Niggas out here feeling like they love Uzi. That's fine. That's fine. Even if you pay a bill or two, that's fine, but like. Balenciaga's? Fine. That's ugly. Take at least. Ugly. Take at least like three of the K and like. Buy a business license. Do something with it that, like, could potentially make a nigga some more money in the future. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, put that shit in a loophole. I mean, not a loophole. Put that shit in a loop so it can go on. Yeah, that's, you know what I'm saying? Take some of that bread and put that shit somewhere where, like, later on down the line, you might could turn your three into four. Yeah, at least. You feel me? Because that's 3K that you you got off a lick Mm -hmm. and you turn that shit into some other shit. But shout out to everybody who getting their shit off because, you know what I'm saying? Get your shit off. It's 2020. Right. I don't give no fuck. Damn, 2020, 20K. 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, I guess technically I should say happy belated because by the time she hears yeah. this, it'll be yesterday. But I told a nigga in real life, so happy birthday, sis. I feel sis. it. I feel it. I love you very much. You're pretty cold. She's pretty hard out here. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is up, though, man? Where y'all been at? Y'all been laughing. I know what y'all been doing, but... We gonna get to it. <laughs> we gonna get to it. Because y'all ain't right. You motherfuckers. Is... Yeah, you ain't never been right, though. I ain't right either because motherfucking... Make me laugh. I be laughing at the shit. Um, man, shout out to us, the Turkeys on the Roof podcast, cause we cold. And if you listening to this right now, you cold. And if you tell motherfuckers to listen to this, you colder. And if you tell motherfuckers to listen to this, and you subscribe, and you like, you the coldest. You the coldest, baby. 
Your motherfucking ass is frozen. Bruh. You feel me? The frozen snowman. The glacier snowman. Glacier. What was dude name off killer ass? Glacier. Gla- out here glacier niggas beating their ass. Uh, uh, he is LaShow. LaShow. AKA Broly Locks. I'm saying, yeah, y'all fucking with Broly. <laughs> yeah. It play right in, bro. The nigga sitting here with a fucking Broly shirt on with his name on the back right now. I got the new Broly on the front. I got OG Broly on the back. The back of the shirt read, bro, um, higher power. Higher power with weed leaves on the arms. Custom made. Custom made. Custom fitted. Custom fitted. And I got a Broly tattoo. That's what she said. <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> I never catch those moments. I um, I never catch them. Broly tattoo. She did. Yep. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Here we go. Um, and I have locks. So, Broly locks. And it, it sounds like Goldie locks, but Broly locks. Y'all fucking with it? Let me know if y'all fucking with it. The show always gonna be, but you know, Broly locks is. This, it has an origin. I'm telling you, that, if that shit is trademarked, then what? Broly locks? Yeah. They probably wouldn't even let you trademark that shit. Because technically, Broly already got locks. You see what I'm saying? They some whole niggas for not making that nigga black like he's supposed to be, man. Niggas know. Oh, man, we know. Instead of, look at, look at, look at how people are, though. They made niggas monkeys instead of making them black. Oh, beat your ass. They made niggas monkeys on the on the fucking show instead of actually making them. It was easier to get off that these niggas was apes from another planet. Motherfuckers fucking with that Bro. more than if you would have just been like, no, they're black. <laughs> it's crazy. I don't know what the... Bro, I, I really don't know what was going on, but it's like you can't be mad at it because it's like, all right. But then it's like, all right. All right. <laughs> I'll just let you tell this from your perspective, sir. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> like, and that's what happened. That's just it. Man. You, y'all not telling me Goku hair ain't locks. Because what the fuck hairstyle is that? I'll wait. Man. And don't call it the Goku. We are turkeys on the roof. Yes, sir. Uh, this is our podcast. And we are sponsored by Medicaid's Bakery. Um... Nah, man, I, you fuck with Manny Cakes Bakery, man. Treat yourself. Get your shit together, man. They got everything you would need for your... You know what? I think a misnomer for one is that it's a bakery and people only assume that, like, it's a baked goods. But really, though, it's really a one-stop shop. You have access to everything you would have access to at your regular dispensaries. We baking goods. You heard the word dispensary. Don't come in here looking for some other baked goods that we yeah, don't nah. have. We baking goods. Everything in this motherfucker is got some type of everything in here gonna get you baked. That's a fact. But it ain't just baked goods on the menu though. You need something to dab. We got you. You need something to trippy. We got you. We got the. You need something from Trilly. We got you. You need something from the Blunt Doctor. We got you. We got the OG Pie Breath from Trilly. Trilly Wonka. Shout out to Trilly Wonka, man. Shout out to Trilly Wonka. They always show love also. Um, this is cool. Yeah, no, nah, man. Just shout the fuck out to Many Cakes Bakery. 
uh, for always showing us love, always getting us right, always getting all of our fans right, man. We love y'all, so we do our best to, like, parlay that shit into some type of connection. I mean, like, the shit is there. The shit is definitely there. The shit is there. I've had several people come back and tell me, like, yo, that bakery shit that you put me, that y'all talked about, I went and shopped. That shit was low-key kind of fire. We know. It was hockey fire, but you just was low-key not sure what you was going to expect. That makes a lot of sense. You was low-key uh, hating on it. Not hating, but you was low-key skeptical. Everyone is skeptical. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Edibles don't get me high. That's crazy, because like, these motherfuckers is going to put your ass the fuck to bed. When some people be saying that, I be like, even, I don't know, bro. When I hear people say that, I be like, you bullshit. Like, you be high and you don't realize that you Motherfuckers high. be like. There's no way. Motherfuckers drink a whole lemonade and then be like, I ain't, I didn't feel shit. Well, what did you do? Shit, I sat on my couch watching TV. For how long? I don't know, shit. I watched like two Harry Potter movies. Oh, Bitch, that's seven hours. What a guy. You didn't get up to piss or eat or nothing. Nah, I just watched them. That's called couch lock, you dumbass. That's yeah. You didn't move because your legs were incapable of moving at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, nah. But uh shout out to everybody who like, you know, parlayed the connection between us here at Turkeys on the Roof and the team over there at Randy Cakes Bakery, man. We fuck yes. with y'all and we love y'all and uh yeah. Yes. Oh, and I just want to give a quick shout out to my homie. Just be looking out for Supreme Buds. Not Supreme, Supreme. What oh, man is that? It's one of my homies. He's doing a whole bunch of shit. He a cameraman, he everything. He a graphic designer. Okay. His ass will make beats for you. He a producer. He a rap for your okay. ass. He got it all. He got He's it saying, all. Keep he, your motherfucking head on a swivel. Keep your head on a swivel. He got merchandise. He got shirts. He got it all. So keep y'all keep a lookout for that too. Y'all gonna hear about that real soon as well. Man. Uh before we started the show, we were having an interesting conversation. Uh fuck, I just lost it just that fast. The one in the car. Right before we got out the car, we were talking about uh, fuck, we do drugs. I said I don't do drugs. Oh, this is terrible, because if I don't remember, why did I bring it up? No, we got to remember it. I guess you bring it up. I literally just forgot. What interesting convo were we having? What God were we damn. talking about? We have so many interesting convos before this bitch start. Some of them don't always make it. To, I guess we could talk about that, though, for a second. How many... How often, like... The amount of like plan, not necessarily planning, but like the, the production that goes into like a podcast is not just getting on here and talking about some shit you saw. No. Because not everything that we saw or everything that happened during the week is like some of it might be interesting, but like we might not feel strongly enough about either one of these things to actually talk about Let's it. Bring it up, yeah. Exactly. Uh, and a lot of this, a lot of times what happens is these conversations, the good ones just randomly happen organically. Definitely. And then you look up and we've had like a 45 minute off mic conversation about some shit and then we go, oh, that would have been golden. That's why I'd be like, damn, we be having shit to talk about a lot. 
But sometimes we have them conversations and I be like, damn, this is why we just need the mic rolling, bro. I had somebody say... It gotta be BTS somewhere along the lines. Of course. It's coming. You, you, y'all you get y'all $8.99 ready to subscribe to happyturkey.inc. Because, yeah. Because the BTS is... The B, I'm this, that shit is funny. That shit gonna be another level of funny. Y'all it'll just... Yeah. It's just... It's comedy. It's whimsical. Not intentional whimsical or intentional comedy. That's just what it is. And I think that's what makes it so unique. That's what makes it what it is. The fact that like... You know what I was thinking when I was coming? I was on the way... When I was coming out here, Mm -hmm. I was... uh, I was... I was thinking about how things always come around to a 360 and people be like, man, that's probably a gimmick or some shit that you putting together. No, nah, our 360 combos really just happen like that. For real. Because right. I don't even be expecting a 360 sometime and that shit come around full circle. Shit always come around full circle. All the time. Y'all probably heard us say full is coming around full circle on countless, like $3 and six times. Countless podcasts. Do you know how mind fucked I was when I realized that $3 and six dimes? I knew it was $3.60, $3.60, but it didn't dawn on me that, like, the name of the song is on and on, and, like, it goes on and on, like, $3 and six dimes. No, I fuck with it. It's Miss Badu. We all fuck with it. Yeah, I mean, some music you just can't think too hard, bro. It's literally, she's literally explaining it. Like, it's, there is no, even though there is a deeper meaning, there yeah. is no deeper meaning. Like, it's, yeah. it's in plain sight. That's all, you're just listening too hard sometimes. Not you, but in general. Yeah, 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 no. Um, Don't listen so hard, it's right there. Fuck, I thought that having that off topic, I thought that having gonna that... Was remember, I was thinking about it as I was talking. Uh, it did not work, bro. It was about, um, damn, I don't want to say no freaky shit, but I feel like that was kind of, it was about partners and, man, that was weird. That convo was something else. What convo? I remember if that's what you're talking about. Well, say it. You said... I ain't trying to put nobody out there. But people think certain things is gay or homosexual when it's not gay or homosexual. That is what we were talking about. about. Yes, that is what we were (laughs) talking (laughs) about. That's what we was talking about now. You're a genius, yes. I love you very much. I love you too. That is exactly what we were talking about. Um, I No, that's so... um, Pegging. There is no other way to like. That's when it, get I actually, in there. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know what it was. Why I asked you? Yeah, no. Uh, pegging is a situation where a woman puts on a. Uh, she straps up and she ran. pegs her partner in the chili ring, who happens to be a man. Right. But the larger the the that aside, the conversation was built around whether or not this is gay. I feel like you have to be at a certain maturity level. That's all. I I mean, facts. That's it. 
I feel like it's a maturity level. Some people just aren't there. Some people might not get there. Some people are there. But I know it's a lot of people with bad intentions. Or some people let people do certain things to them. Or they do certain things to other people so they can throw it back in your face later on. Like, they just got a one-up on you type ass shit. Like, that's weird. Like, what if they get into it? Like, One-upsmanship. That's like, oh, what if you get into it? Ho, oh, I be, uh, I pegged you. I know you're not talking. Like, what the fuck? But shit like that is what make it harder for people to, like, open up and explore. What you know in certain areas of whatever oh, they shit. trying to do. I hate motherfuckers sell up a turkey time. Damn, we got a cooked lighter, y'all. Nah, we ain't got no cooked lighter. We got a good lighter. Oh, we back with it. Nah, um, it's one of those things like the maturity level of. I don't believe it's not gay. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do I'm it. I'm not. Interested in having it done to me. I don't think men who are though are gay. The only thing that makes you gay is literally being with another man. <laughs> like I told you, bro, if you get a lot of people looking like if you get something ran up your ass, bro. That's the other thing. Why we always gotta why is it always so aggressive when we say it with like Okay, if you're getting your butthole played with or if you you're pegging, something is get put up if your booty play in general for men. Okay, I think it's more well, so we're just gonna go to booty play and and, and hold then. Cause I mean, the all the other side to that is that you know motherfuckers also say like if you let a woman toss your salad, that's also gay. I've been told. I I, I know a person, but the conversation we were not talking about pegging or wanting our shit pegged. Right. The, the conversation took off because. N- most niggas' response to that is what you said, which is that... You feel me? That's what people are going to say. People say, like, you gay because I don't get no fuck that it was a woman back there. You will let a woman do it, you will let a man do it, and that makes you gay. Well, by that exact same logic, if you let a woman suck your dick, you let a man suck your dick, which makes you still gay. <laughs> I don't know, God. So, like, I give up. I give up. The mind fuck is just... I don't be paying attention to a bunch of shit. Oh, shit. You good? Wow. What you be having going on, baby? Wow. This is why we need the fucking camera shit. Because <laughs> you guys just miss what the fuck did. <laughs> <laughs> fucking shit. You guys get your balls together, god damn it. We're going to fucking pause for a pause and we'll be back in 20 seconds. (laughs) Damn it. Okay. (laughs) And we're back. Um, We're off. That's why screens are important in your bowls. (laughs) Guys, uh, get a screen so you don't have mishaps. (laughs) Uh, I mean, but that's the beauty of turkey time. Shit don't always go the way you want it to, but you always get there. Yep. Uh, but uh I mean back to what we were saying though. Anything that you do as a man, anything that you do with a woman is by definition not gay. Yeah. Uh, but that act is like oh you like you're into butt play. That's how motherfuckers look at it though, if you in the butt play. I mean, but it's a lot of shit that make niggas gay. If you wash your ass, you gay. 
I wash my shit every day. You gay as hell. <laughs> you gay as hell. And that's sad that people think like that. That's real. The nigga life. with the, the the nigga with the doodle the the doodle cake batter in his ass. Cake talking, batter. Talking shit. That's a funny. <laughs> like come on. I mean I I I give up. I don't care. I just yeah. know what I don't want, and I know what I don't want from who. And that's it. If motherfucker, motherfucker gonna consider everything weird or different or gay. But that's why you gotta be like fuck people and like live your own life. I always stress that I don't be trying to be a dickhead when I stress it either. But you really have to say fuck that shit. Because I'm giving a fuck what people think. Cause that same person that's thinking that shit about you definitely don't give a fuck what you think about them. So why the fuck do you give a fuck what they think about you? But that's the thing. Though. Motherfuckers do be caring what other motherfuckers people really low key be caring. I really don't be giving a fuck. I had a rubber band a long time ago. It was red and black. You remember? That bitch red. Fuck off. Fuck the fuck off. Fuck off. I mean, yeah, man. Because you don't want me. Get out of my shit. Did we really start our show talking about pegging, though? <laughs> I mean, that was the conversation. That was that, in the car. That, I, we started it talking about how we be shit. The off camera shit sometimes be just as golden. That if was one. That was golden. Then yeah, but God damn. I mean, ah, that's just. What's worse, a hangnail or a paper cut? Um, uh, I want to say it depends on the resources. I'll allow it. That's a valid answer. So depending on my resources. If you have a fingernail clipper, then by far, give me the fucking hangnail. Give me the hangnail. I might slice my finger open and cause another problem, but the hangnail won't be the problem. Also. But like with a paper cut, you just gotta deal with that motherfucker. You kinda gotta deal with it. You put some peroxide on there, some ointment, but that shit's still gonna sting a little bit. Boy, in 2020, you putting hand sanitizer, you putting Damn. tequila on your shit, boy. You should be on fire. I would much rather have a hangnail in either situation. I've had both, but a hangnail, it'll get caught on something that'll fuck you up. As soon as you clip it off, you good. Ain't no other process after that, really, with a cut. That shit gonna burn for some more time, then it gotta heal. Hangnail. Paper cuts burn like fuck. Paper cut or splinter. How bad of a splinter are we talking? Nigga, see, that's the thing. You don't get to choose the degree. You just have to... One or the other. One or the other. Because some of them splinters, them bitches get in there and, like, it'll have your whole arm hurting. Uh, I'll take a paper cut. I used to work for the Tribune. I know how paper cuts feel all on my hands. I can deal with paper cuts. That shit hurt, though. Because it's quick. It's quick. Shout the fuck out to Trilly Wonka, man. If you want to know what a Trilly Wonka live resin cartridge is like, you should shop with Medi Cakes Bakery because they stock them bitches. <coughs> For real. Y'all Shout can, out. Y'all can holler at me, man. Y'all can just send me, you know, y'all can <coughs> holler at me. <coughs> I'll even make it happen for y'all. I got to give y'all my Twitter handle when, like, you know. Before we it's get in the fucking place. description. Is my Twitter handle in the description? Yeah. Bro, IG bro, handles, Twitter handles. Broly locks. 
Follow motherfuckers. Waffle loud mouth, curly okay. locks, turkeys on the roof. Yep. Um, yeah, no. Nah, uh, that's just. Because, like, it's the same thing with, like, pronouns. Motherfuckers will go to their grave calling a nigga some shit that they asked to not be called no more. Talking about if God named him, then, you know, your mama named it this, that's what I'm going to call you. Wow, really? Because, like, you changed your name several times. Right. Will? Or is it William? Or is it Bill? Or is it Billy? Or Billy? Richard? Or is it Dick? Oh. James? Or is it Jim? Or is it Jimmy? Woo! Sharon? Or is it Denise? <laughs> you say it's hell. But that's how it really be. So I already know. But no, man. Literally just, just, just stay out of people's shit. They stay out your shit. You expect it to go that way, but it doesn't always go that way. So you keep fucking around and somebody gonna get up in your shit like Jake Paul. That's what motherfuckers need. They don't get punched in the face no more. You're gonna get Jake Paul. You're gonna get redirected and you're gonna have some, you're gonna have tinted eyes. You know what? But you mean? not though, because motherfuckers don't got the heart of a Nate Robinson to even get in there and like see. Cause it's one thing to like say you could do it. It's something else to get in that motherfucker and be like, we are totally unprepared. But like, I'm gonna stick with it though. Hell yeah, shit. We Cause he could have got in that motherfucker and just he could have got in that motherfucker. And t- Cause I, he took he really in real life he took two combinations. He took the first one that knocked him down, and then the one that kept him down. Yeah. After that first one, he could have just took a knee. Yeah, like, you know... He could have went to the corner and had his corner come up with some shit and not came back out. Yeah. Uh, he, wrote, he, he, he wrote it out, as he should have. But that... Like I said, what's his name? Jake Paul? Mm-hmm. I don't personally know who the fuck he is. That's the point, though. He looked like dude off B2K that they was dancing at the end. You got served at the end. Dude with spike hair... Ah, he looked like somebody like him. Like you, funny as fuck. You feel me? He also looks like Paul from Tekken. Also, and like, would you want to fight Paul from Tekken? No, but motherfuckers don't play Tekken. Also, so you don't know. But I, hundred percent trophies, platinum, Ooh. collector's Shit. edition. Two fit fuck you talking about? Hey, Haji. Kazuya. Um, so uh, I Nate, he did it. I guess because oh, they said. Wait, this is uh, this is the part where we be. Like, there was a fight. Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr., Nate Robinson, the former basketball player. He got a couple shows on YouTube and some other networks now. Uh, fought Jay Paul, who is. A YouTube star and brother of Logan Paul, who I also don't know who the fuck either of these. Let's see. Fact check. Fact check. A moment of fact checking. This happened over the last week, you know. I think... I mean, other than a YouTube personality, though, I don't know what he See, I don't know what... I don't even know what about the YouTube shit makes him... 
What does he do on YouTube? They, exactly. I don't watch YouTube. I don't really use YouTube. I only use it for certain shit. Okay, he was on a Disney show. What show? I don't even watch all the Disney shows. Bizarre Vark. Never heard of it in my life. Not a chance. They've got his occupation listed as YouTuber. The fuck? So he gets paid for being on YouTube, apparently. A lot of people get paid for being on YouTube, though. That's not uncommon. That's not uncommon at all. Lots of people make their money from YouTube. He's a YouTuber. He's got a few million followers, and he's gotten apparently a few billion or a couple billion views on. He's a fucking YouTuber. I expect both. He's on YouTube. If you're a YouTuber. You sit down, make videos, and people watch them. They subscribe. Uh, Talk about He's got a song that came out. It looks like he's a jack of all trades. He's got his hand in a little bit of everything, so it seems. And Nate Robinson is a former basketball player. Nate's this takes he's got some acting he's done here. Uh not much, but enough. He's got a song. He's got a, a few songs, actually, that he's done over time. Uh, so, like, for all intents and purposes, Jake Paul is like your everyday average white guy. Okay. Like, he just does shit and, like, other white people say people in general... Especially other white people just give him money to do just do random everyday normal shit that he should be doing. Yes. Okay. okay. Fucking Steve-O, man. Very, very interesting. We'll spin the block on this because I've got something that'll bring that up later. But Steve-O. Okay. Steve-O. Okay. Uh, Spinning the block. But Jake Paul, you know, just. All of this shit, I imagine, would lead you to believe that, like, okay, in a boxing ring, oh, this nigga, what the fuck? Man. But that's the gag, though. I look at him. I test people. <laughs> I test the real. That's all I'm saying. I test the real. In most cases, you can you can just look and be like, okay. Um... When I sat down and watched the match, you know, I saw they came, entrances and everything. It was just unevenly matched to me, bro. You Have you seen it? Yeah. It was just unevenly matched. Nate is like 36. Okay, let's get into it. Jake Paul is... 23? 23. Like, boy, what? Nate is, you know what, that's a, I don't think I've heard anyone bring that up also. (laughs) Age gap. Not that that matters. It don't matter, but he's definitely. I think when a large reason as to why you are taking this particular fight. Feel me? Is that it has a lot to do with like (coughs) showing off your athleticism. This is one of, this is that moment. And. 36 when you are going up against someone 13 years your sports in general when you when athleticism is what you're using to that age dominate is a little different bro 
experience is what you have to rely on yes. to balance that out. Exactly. In your very first fight ever, you don't have you said don't. experience. Like, the reason LeBron is able to still be don't have that. the greatest basketball player on the planet, even though he may not jump as high or be able to gallop up and down the court as regularly as he did when he was 19 or 20 years old. Right. The experience that he has now, the wisdom that he has, the things his eyes have seen on a basketball yeah. court, I don't have to do that shit for 48 minutes a game. Mm-hmm. I can only do it for seven, but I know which seven minutes to do it. Exactly. Now. I know how to do it. I know where to do it. These are the things that, like, now, okay, LeBron, he can't jump and go get that shit no more. No, but, like, he know when to go jump and get that shit, though. He know how to go jump and get that shit, though. Experience, bro. So the fact that you can jump higher than him or the fact that you can run faster than him or you can beat him to the spot, you can whip a pass in a lane quicker than he can get to the lane, yeah, that's fine, but, like, he knows when you gonna make the pass, so like he don't ever let you make the pass. Uh, yeah, it's experience, bro. You gotta balance. You gotta balance. You gotta have it to balance it out, bro. You that's see what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying, bro. That's all I'm saying. Like Kobe's footwork is so great, it don't matter that you're stronger than he is at this point in his career. Okay, yeah, like you strong as fucking. Like Kobe not gonna be able to back you down. That don't fucking matter though, cause my feet told me six plays ago. My feet told me, you know, five seconds ago, three seconds ago, two dribbles ago, they're like, you are not going to be able to block my shot because your footwork is shitty. What's crazy is we finna be able to use that same shit with the next fight we talk about as well. Ex- but but that's we that's exactly the point that I'm talking about, though. Like, when your foot, every like, in sports, it don't matter what sports you play. Bruh. When your footwork is on point, everything else... That shit, everything else kind of falls where they may. Like, if you're a football player, every coach, every player, everybody will tell you, like, your feet are the first. Yeah. It's the biggest thing. They are. Because you're moving with this, bro. Basketball, get, you, get your footwork right, get your footwork together. It's a lot you can do on the court, whether you fast or not, whether you athletic or not. As long as you know what you know, as long as you know what to do with it, You bro. feel me? Like, Derrick Rose was the player that he was, and... Kyle Lowry is the player he is, but they are, like, very different yeah, styles yeah, of players. You different. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Footwork, though. Right. Technique. Yeah. Um, And Nate Robinson did not have any of that he didn't have to rely on. He didn't. So, now, well, you are solely relying on talent and athleticism, which... In this specific situation, uh, you are you don't have the advantage. No, you, you don't. You don't have said advantage of being the quickest, fastest, strongest, jumping the highest. My thing is, like I said, he's thirty six, and Jake twenty three. That's different. Um. Hey, this, everything was stacked against him. His reach. What was Jake's reach? Way too fucking much. Like, reach wasn't even hitting on him, bro. So, I'm like, this is unevenly matched. 
I think Jake Paul had another fight in his two. So, this was his second professional you fight. You know what I'm saying? So he got that under his he got that. So you've been through this once, so you kinda get what's going on. Not completely, like, but you get you get it more than Nate does. You know the term that in sports that's also a thing that's very important? Ray Allen on the baseline hitting that three. Muscle memory. Muscle Muscle memory. You feel me? That's just a real thing. Like, at this point, that's the thing, though. Jake Paul, he's had a fight before, and he's also been training. Like, like he's been training, so he's... A while. Yeah. A while. Yeah. A while. A while. So, he had that against him. And I, what was the, what was the, what was the weight difference? Eight pounds. Jake Paul came in at 189. Nate came in at 185. I mean, 181. Which... If I'm being completely honest with you, I believe that's smaller than what he plays basketball at. I think he played at 185. And what was the height difference? They got it on there? Several inches. Nate's 5'9", Jake's 6'1". Like, come on, bro. Like, (laughs) everything sounds like it's going to work in Jake's favor. You don't have, you have a height disadvantage. You have a reach disadvantage. And a weight disadvantage. And an athleticism disadvantage at this point, even though you're one of the most athletic people in your state's history. You may be the greatest athlete to ever come from your city. In basketball. In anything. He played football in college. He did. He did. He did. You're just an overall athletic motherfucker. You are correct. You can do a lot of shit. However, in this specific situation, your specific skills, your specific level of athleticism is still at a disadvantage because of your opponent. Look at my opponent. He wanted to be seen. Yes. (laughs) And he was seen. Even just the combination that he was able to put together. Bro, them punches were sick. I didn't... What was one thing that you like? If if I told you to give me one thing that Jake Paul did well, you could give me three. I give you a couple, a few. If I told you to give me one thing that Nate Robinson looked like he did well, like one thing that he looked like he at least improved on from being I have not ever done this before to like here I am today in this fight. What what would you say? (laughs) Nate, he got up. He got if up. If you ask me, that was what I would done. He got it up. Takes, it takes hard to get up. But I don't even know if that's an improvement, specifically speaking of boxing skill, even though having heart is a trait. It's a trait. I knew he had heart. I knew his heart was big already because he plays a professional sport. Yeah. Playing any sport take heart. I don't care what it is because all of that shit hurts. I'm going to put it like this. He took them. He took them. He took them hits. All of that shit hurts. He, like he took them. Running through a screen in basketball don't feel nice. I can imagine. You 5'9", 185 pounds, and you running around screens from niggas that's 6'10", 275. Fuck out of here. They warm up with your body weight. Like at 5'9", 275. Like at 5'9", 280. And, or, excuse me, at 6'10", 280 pounds. 
Steven Adams. He probably weighed way the fuck more than 280. He probably close to three. Because he like He's seven a big feet tall. Motherfucker, yeah. Jimmy Butler, that's a strong motherfucker. What do you think it feels like as Nate Robinson, you chasing Russell Westbrook because you in and he run around a Steven Adams screen? And you gotta run through a Steven Adams screen. Smack. You gotta run through a Zion pick. Smack. A Boogie Cousins pick. Like a wall. <laughs> like, what the fuck you think that feel like? Yeah. You got to go tackle Derrick Henry from the corner position or the safety position or any position because that nigga Derrick Henry will run your mama over. <laughs> so, like. <laughs> he took the hits, bro. He took it. He got That's out hard. There. He took it. But that don't tell me nothing about your boxing skill, though. And in this situation where you going against somebody that, like, has, I'm not going to say this nigga Jake Paul got skills, but he definitely has a foundation. Bro, he had the advantage no matter how you look at it. That's just it. That's just it. And he was throwing the motherfuckers. He let his hands go. He let them shits fly. He was throwing them motherfuckers, and I'm like, okay. He he knocked him down three times, and he got up. Nate ran out there to hug this nigga. That's my issue with the fight. Every Nate had that NBA punch, bro. You get your footwork, you, <laughs> you kind of like charge towards him a bit, and you throw it out there. That's not what's going to get you this fight, brother. Because that's all you got. Like, in the NBA, when them niggas start fighting, the motion you mainly see in most fights is they get the little, the little, the little oomph and they step and they throw that punch. He was doing that and that's not what's finna help you because you leave yourself open after that. You charging in. <laughs> so after you miss your punch, you get hit. Or if you don't get hit, you clinch. And he did that every time. Miss punch, clinch. Miss punch, clinch. Hit punch, hit punch, miss punch, clinch, miss punch, clinch. Hit, what? Hit, he clinch. Did he land any punches in the fight? Like three, four. I could have sworn he landed Jake a Paul couple. landed eight. Bro, he was pounding even though it was eight. It wasn't even double digits, but he was wagging him. The, the little overhead, the third one, that was ugly. He caught him with the overhead. He kind of ran, ran into it, though, because you rushing. Stop rushing. This He rushed him, bop. Then you face planted. Like, come on. <laughs> That's how you knew it was over with, man. When that body go like that, bro, you knocked him out. No count. This is the first time I'm finna say this. I ain't never told nobody because only a couple people know. But when I'm playing with um, Louis when he was a kid, bro. We got in the gloves. And he ran up on me. I moved to the side. Popped him. Pop. His body fell and it did like that. And he did not get up. I'm like, damn, I accidentally just knocked my little cousin out. So when I saw Nate body do that, I'm like, oh, no, he gone. I know what it looked like when you're not getting back up, bro. That's all I'm saying. I ain't even going to leave my boy out there like that. I got choked out before. And, like, I, my shit went like this. And I ain't even, but I ain't know what happened. You feel me? So shit, shit came up. Motherfucker was bigger than me, and we, I'm trying to wrestle this nigga. And he uh, hit me and put his motherfucking forearm on my chest. You feel me? And shit, that shit slid up to my neck. Sure. And like I'm trying to 
struggle to get up out that shit. Mm-mm. And I don't know how, but that shit slipped on the wrong thing. Yeah. And it took like four, five seconds. And I went from struggling to like, huh? That's it. <laughs> Bro, I've been in a glove before, man. I, well, I've got punched so hard to where you see white light for a second. You like, damn. That shit is real. I've gotten hit so hard in football that like I blacked out. I've seen people black out in football from getting hit so hard. Yeah, so like I've gotten hit so hard that I've blacked out. I've seen white. That so white like, light is a motherfucker. I'm, you know, ears get the bringing and shit like yeah. that. So like, so I understand that shit. So I know what Nate was going through this in that ring. This nigga tweeted, "I'm gonna shock the world." <laughs> this nigga Steph. <laughs> I see no lies, bro. <laughs> <laughs> They clown my man on the internet. Because that's what the internet do, so that's not even unique. They gave my boy the Yamcha pose, though. That's not even unique. They put Simba on my boy. All that. I got them all, bro. I got yeah, them all. they, you know, they put they had my boy out there. I got them all. Uh, I got KO. Game boxing over. Is a, boxing is a very real sport, though. I fuck with boxing more than I fuck with that UFC shit. Box, that shit. You, both of them are very real sports. They're very you can, real. You can lose your life. Just like playing that. Playing them shits. Football. Just like that. Your shit can be, it can be very, very different very, very quickly. You can and fuck like, your shit up. It was funny until, oh, uh, shit. Yeah. I'm not moving. It take that one wrong move, bro. He not moving. It's ugly. It's not like a, the ref stopped the fight because like, all right, this is getting out of hand. Now, this was like, shit. He wasn't getting back up, bro. That was it. That's when you know what I'm saying. Like it was like, ha! Oh, this nigga got knocked out. Yeah, to like, knocked out. like it was there was no count. Cause you knocked out that ten count, not shit. What we what we counting for? The ref know what it looked like when that body knew <laughs> that's that. That's why he's a prof- that's why he's a professional. When you see that body look, oh, he gone. He done. Yeah, no. Nah, come, come. Let me get some help. EMT. That's it. Doc, come check on my boy. That's it. And like it was ha 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 for like three or four seconds, and then it was like, oh no, nah, this nigga still not. Nah, he out of there. I, I ain't fuck. I'm not mad at Jake Paul. I just wasn't fucking with the whole fight because I just thought like, from a not you know you don't really understand because I, I think it was Snoop that was like boxing now some shit you do for play. No, that's not some shit you do for. You like, fighting the hood. I, if they was in the hood, probably and just going up against another amateur person, I can see. A big dude, you could tell he was going against another someone that the same as their first experience with this shit. I'm not gonna call him. I don't. I'm not diminishing his athleticism or his ability. No one's doing to play basketball by calling him a celebrity. No, I'm saying in this instance by calling him a celebrity, I'm not doing saying that to like reduce his professional sports career. That's what you're saying. He should have been going against another celebrity though. I see what you're saying. Like, not to say that Jay Paul is not a celebrity, because I suppose you would say he is. Like, what the fuck else do Shit, you do? I guess he would be one now. He? For sure. Nate Robinson is more of an athlete than Jay Paul, and I think that was his point, maybe, that he was proving that, like, I'm a real athlete, not a YouTube star. I think that may be what he might have been going for. That's fine, but it's funny. Boxing you, is not one of those things, though, where, like... It's funny you picked it with... I just like you want to go against a like if as a supreme athlete, which is what he is, you believe that like in any situation, my athleticism is gonna carry me 
to the top. I don't have a problem with that. You going up against you call you consider yourself a supreme athlete. You're a professional athlete. That's literally what you are. If you're an NBA basketball player, you're a professional athlete. Right. A professional athlete going up against a celebrity, which is what Jay, a YouTube star. Right. I get that. You believe that your athleticism is going to carry you to victory because, like, that you're. I'm a professional at being an athlete. You not. So, like, if we doing some shit that involves athleticism, I'm going to believe that I'm going to win. The problem with that, though, is that this nigga, while he's not a professional athlete, he's very athletic. <laughs> Man, that shit lame. And, or even rephrase, he's not very athletic. In this specific sport, he's got a foundation that you don't. And right. when you have a solid foundation, which it looks like he has... That shit matters. You got <coughs> quality footwork, specifically compared to a nigga who has no footwork. Yeah. You've got an idea about technique. You've got muscle memory at this when this person does not. They've got athleticism, but you have a foundation. In this sport, having a foundation is a big, big thing. It's a big, big thing. Big, big thing. Yes. And like I wouldn't fuck with it. Yeah, I ain't fuck with it. Like I said, I'm not. Would you want to see him box again? Who? Nate. Against someone, I I, I want to say like someone, what if he said someone he of the say, same caliber and type shit. Like what about what do you say to the people who said that uh, he needs to fire his trainer? <laughs> that also I played, don't know. I don't know what that kind of plays a part because. This is my first time in this shit. And I'm going against a person that I... Uh, what, uh, uh, unless you are a first-time trainer, that could be a thing. Maybe his, this trainer was a first-time trainer. I that's think that's, not, a, that's, that's a terrible that's misstep a t- on Nate's team's part, man. That's a very terrible... Like, in this situation, you're you should literally, be going to look for fucking Teddy Atlas the second, the next coming of Teddy Atlas, or Emmanuel Stewart. You literally have me in this ring with the skill that I've had from Street Fighter. Or Cuss. You see what I'm saying? Like, you need to be going to look for, like, one of these, like, greatest of all time trainers to come. You need to be going to talk to Roger Mayweather. Yes. Fuck. Shout out to Floyd. Shout out to Gilbert. Shout out to B. Diddy, because these niggas, while clowning this nigga, because that's what your friends do, they laugh at you when you hurt yourself. Yeah. They also were very quick to, like, appreciate the level of, one, athleticism it took to survive some shit like that. Because a regular street nigga take that punch. Yeah. A nigga who don't have no type of athleticism or dexterity to their body, you could be hurt. You'd be in the hospital. Exactly. So, yeah. So, like... And then the, uh, to what we spoke to, what I think he displayed most was heart, which is, like, that shit counts. That shit matters. That shit And in really boxing, matters. don't say it don't, because that's why niggas like Arturo Gotti and Mickey Ward are like Bro. heralded as like some of the greatest fighters ever because that shit beating in their chest that beats shit like no mother. That shit matters. I don't know what else to say, but that shit matters. Arturo Gotti, one of my, he's one of everybody's favorite fucking Hell fighters. yeah. You know why? Because he took mad punishment All right. and like kept going. Fuck you mean? And like to that specific point, Nate took... You know, he he took them he bitches. Took, you know what I'm saying? He took one on the chin. I just I want the fight was just I the just, fight was uh, I, 
you want to fight, cool. I just think that like across the board though, there are things that I would like to honestly do differently. I said like to do this again, right? Honestly, I said from the way that the fight was going, they should have just got in a fucking cage. <laughs> but that's me. It still would have been. It probably would have still been ugly, but I feel like Nate would have had a little more something because he was in the grapple. He was in the grapple state. But even in grappling in the cage, it's still... That shit is, is technique. It's, it's technique. That shit crazy. You're not crazy. You're trying, trying to, to like yeah. niggas. Yeah. You get fucked up in there also because now he threw a punch and when the punch... You threw one of them punches and he threw an elbow. KO. But the backspin elbow, the little back KO. And you know he got like a back fist. You know, you or a know he got it. Punch he you be know he Right, you know he got it. So KO. So yeah, no. I didn't fuck with that. If Nate want a box, then I'm cool with that. I would just like to see him like have a much. It's like video games, more bro. Solid foundation. They match you up with somebody that got the same shit going on that you got like, going Nate on. Robinson is like the nigga who got like the. Off white draws on and nothing else when you turn the game on. Type shit. You got like 62 overall and you don't have no wiggle room to do nothing. You can put all of his points in one category and you still only gonna be a 63. <laughs> That's it. Did you peep his shoes though? Yes. They was hard. The bitches was cold. They was cold. But he came he out there. Good. He came out there in them colors. I'm like, man, he think he still play for the Knicks. That's all I said, baby. Motherfuckers was roasting him like that's why he lost. Cause he fucking ran with the Knicks. Damn. <laughs> Would you watch another Jake Paul fight? Nah, cause I don't know who he is. I don't care. I'm not gonna say I don't care about him. What he is? I don't know who he is. YouTube. The only reason I watched Jake Paul's second fight was cause Nate Robinson was in. Nigga, the only reason I watched. Any of these shits is because I wanted to see Mike and Roy. Did you enjoy the undercard as a whole? Though? Didn't even get to see it. So you, yeah, no. Nah. I only saw the two. The two, the last two. Yeah. 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 So no, nah, the only reason, I, I wouldn't even care if I didn't see that shit. Because in my mind, I kind of knew how that shit was going to play out. Even not having ever seen the first fight, I still haven't watched Jake Paul's first fight because I don't want to. But like, I know if you have a professional fight bro, or, and you win. All I'm saying is... You've been here before. Like these motherfuckers, he, he, they didn't have headgear because it's a professional, it's a pro fight. You've been there before, just like. Yeah, that's an easy example. You can see anything, bro. You've been to Seattle before. You know shit. I haven't. So if you go back and I go, I, I'm a first timer. Like you if know we some shit. A scavenger hunt in Seattle. I would have an advantage you, just because I have a foundation there. Muscle memory, foundation. You Great know point. what the fuck going on. Great point. That's it. And when I saw that happen, I'm like, oh no, this ain't good. That's it. This ain't good. Yeah, no, nah, that shit was yeah. That's why I didn't care if I seen it. Mike and Roy is all I cared about seeing. All right, well, shit. Fuck you, mean. It was a... Uh, and I got to see it. First of all, how did you feel about what I guess a lot of people would call them bamboozling us with these stipulations that they had in place that I don't think they released until the after niggas had bought the fight or until like, the fight of. was finna start. Day of. I got a list right here. So the first thing on the list, number one, no knockouts allowed. That sound like that's... That's, that means we got to pull punches. I don't have no numbers here, but, like, throw a number out there. You think the fight, you think they sold? 
hundred thousand. You think they sold a hundred thousand? Maybe, like, maybe not, cause motherfuckers people want to see Mike mainly. Roy, we've seen Roy. But still though, you want to see Mike Tyson get in the gloves with somebody, so motherfuckers might pay for that. Forty nine ninety nine, a hundred thousand people. Yeah, two fifty. Yeah, five. It's Roy, so people still fuck with Roy. A million. What is this? You think a million people about to fight? I would say. I wouldn't even say minimum, yeah, but I could see a million. Uh, yeah, a million when I wouldn't be. That sounds like an average number. I would, I would fuck uh, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. fight. A mil. A mil. I could fall for that. Yeah. I could fall for a mil. I could fall for a mil. I wanted to see it, and I saw it. They waited, let's just say they waited three hours before the fight. It started at 11. Because well, I don't remember. It started that. at 11 because Nate. <laughs> Yeah. Fight was over a little quick. So, yeah. you know, they got to... I do not remember ever hearing them mention anything about no knockouts prior to the day of the fight. I do. No, you're right. I do. Now, now, now that you say that, I do feel like. Because... We actually talked, we talked about, about that was one of the first things that they said it was supposed to be a no knockout off, thing. Off, you know, off mic. And then yeah. Roy even we talked about Roy's interview where he said, well, yes. I'm not going I'm not going out there to hurt him or you know, if not yeah. gonna, you know, but if he, but if that's what he owned then that's what it's gonna be. Yeah. I do remember that. The no judges at ringside was the one that I don't think I knew before. I definitely didn't know that. No declared. They said that it. I'm looking at some shit now that came out. They said, said no declared no, winner. No winner would be declared anyway. When I saw that, I'm like, that's lame. We just watching them box, no matter what happens. So Mike Tyson could knock him out, and they not gonna say he won. Roy could knock him out, and they not gonna say he won. It's a draw. If anybody gets no cuts, if somebody get cut, that's the end of the fight. See, I don't know if I fucked with that because I could put motherfucker. It's boxing. It's Roy Jones and it's Mike Tyson. I could throw a jab at you the first punch of the match and cut you, bro. Stop playing with me. Roy Jones Jr. is 52, 52 years old, though. 51, 52. Mike Tyson's 54. Right. All I'm saying is the way both of them punch, that glove slide off your shit and you can split your shit. That's all I'm saying. Too many rounds and not the, your usual. I ain't mad rounds. at that. I heard about they old just fuck it they old. But if that, but that, I guess that's my point. If that's what the the stance you take on, because I guess day, if, why not take it on all of them like they yeah. old? Because I guess if you would have went through that, I, that's not extensive. But that one minute, that extra minute. But that's my point though. If like <clears throat> if people understand why the fight, because I feel like most people was like, yeah, I get why they only two minute rounds. Well, like if that's the case, then why don't you understand why it was no knockouts or no cuts yeah. or no power. Basically, no power shots. Yeah, bro. I think that's the thing that like everyone's mind is is fucking them up to to. The concept <clears throat> is harder that to grasp because you watching Mike Tyson and you like everything Mike Tyson does is a fucking Fuck power you. show. I'm here for the power show. Mike Tyson is a walking fucking power show. You literally it's like watching a watered down fight. There was no betting in Vegas allowed on the fight. I thought that was an interesting thing because Vegas bets on everything. How you going to bet on something that's a draw? That's a fact, though. Feel me? I guess Damn. there is a way for it to not be a draw, though. Of course. Like, oh, just oh, getting into the fight. 
that body shot that Mike threw. And that could have been a we throwing a tile in situation. Definite. That's a he ate it. Knocked the wind out of him though. Uh, you seen it. Uh it was eight rounds, two minutes. They went all eight rounds. Yes, they did. I was surprised they went all eight rounds. But I because I'm like they're not finna. I'm like Mike Tyson and Roy. Eight rounds, I don't know. But at the same time, they can't do shit. What surprised you most about the fight? The actual fight, not like the rules and shit that they came up with. The way Mike Tyson was moving. How like springy he still looked, how fluid he still looked. Yes. Muscle memory. Muscle memory. That surprised me. So I'm like, oh, he moved way better than I expected. He's, he's, the punches were rather swift than what I thought they were going to be. Because Mike hasn't had a profession. He hadn't had a fight in 15 years. Roy's what? last fight was what? 2017, three years ago? I think so. Two, three years Did ago? Did you get in that ring? And that adrenaline started going, bro? And that shit come back. Muscle memory shit. See, like, but you've got to have something to come back to, though. Oh, yeah. So Mike, like, I don't, yeah, he surprised me with the way he was moving out there, for real. I'm yeah. like, damn, all right. So I fucked with that. I fucked with that. He was still, he was moving. He moved. The power, the punches are still there, actually. That this, didn't surprise me, though. Yeah, I expect the punches to Motherfuckers would have been more, look, when I watched the clips that he was dropping, Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, no. That's Them bitches, I mean, that nigga looked like he was icing his ribs down after the fact. You feel me? You feel me? So, I'm like, no, nah, he still got them. I was just surprised at the speed that he had, the agility that was the, that was there. Uh, What surprised you the most? To piggyback on what you just said, I was less surprised at how crisp and springy Mike looked. And more surprised with how sluggish, maybe would be the word, Roy looked. That would be the second thing that I was going because to say. Because if you tell me Roy Jones Jr. and Mike Tyson are fighting, I'm going to tell you that Roy Jones is easily going to be the quickest person in the fight. He's going to dance around him, if anything. And like that is not that wasn't the case. what my eyes show me, but that's not what surprised me the most, though. What surprised me the most? What surprised me the most was how technical Mike Tyson is. Yeah. Because the perception, I'm 31. Yeah. You 30. In 2000, niggas was 11 years old type shit. So, like, I saw a Mike Tyson fight right. when he was, like, in the 90s. Yeah. I saw him knock a nigga out in 19 yeah. seconds. But, like, I don't remember that. Right. I remember the later shit. Like, I remember the, the Evander Holyfield fight is really, like, the first one I that remember. Was the, and that was some wild shit to watch, too. Like, what the fuck? He bit his ass. He bit his ass. I remember the first one. I remember the second one. I remember the Lennox Lewis fight. Okay. He lost to Lennox. Like, who is this black nigga yeah. with this weirdo-ass accent? Yeah. So, like, I remember that. But, like... He... It's like it's kind of like Mike, but like 
how like I remember watching Mike play. I watched a lot. Obviously, you get to see a lot more basketball games than you do boxing matches. Right. So like Michael Jordan's greatness is I got to see a lot more of it because he just played more games. Right. But like that's very different from like I saw AI. I saw Tracy McGrady be Tracy. I saw Kobe be Kobe. Yeah. Like, I saw Roy Jones Jr. be Roy Jones Jr. Me too. You feel me? Me too. Um, but, like, I say that to say that, like, I feel like what the technicality, his, the perception of Mike Tyson, it, it, to, at least to me personally, was always that, like, he was knocking niggas out. That was it. Powerhouse. Knocking niggas out. Pum. He's strong as fuck. Deontay Wilder. I'm going to come back. Bomber, man. Okay. That's incorrect, though. Not necessarily incorrect, but Deontay Wilder's issue right now is that a lot of people just say he a one-trick pony. Yeah, they don't fuck with him. He got this power shot, and, like, that's why he's undefeated. Well, was undefeated because he had this power shot that was knocking motherfuckers out. But, like, he don't have nothing else to fall back on. Yeah. I think the perception of Mike Tyson, at least to like the people in my generation and younger who didn't necessarily get to see him at his peak, for real, for real, is that he's like a one. He was knocking niggas out, and that was it. What surprised me most about the fight with Roy was that he's not a one. He's a. The reason he was knocking niggas out is because he's technically fucking sound. Yeah. See, like what what you don't realize about Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson had, and this is all because since the fight, shout out to Mike Tyson and hotboxing with Mike Tyson, his podcast right. that he shoot with uh, Evan Britton. Shout out to Evan. He played football and shit in the league. But Mike's, Mike's podcast is dope because you learn a lot about it's Mike Tyson and he's like, he's being Mike Tyson himself on the podcast and like you get to learn a lot about him. A lot of his personality, he tells he he tells a lot of stories. Yeah. Like I told, I just started listening to it. Exactly. Like we could get into that's the Steve O thing. I want to talk, but we could get into that. But like, okay. Uh. Fuck. Why did I bring that up? Technically sound. Technicality. Mike. Oh. He had over sixty professional fights. Mm-hmm. He also had over sixty amateur fights. He also had, by his own admission, probably over a hundred street fights, which is crazy to me. Yeah, by his own admission, like <laughs> you said. fight more like you, niggas like that's Kimbo slice. Him and Kim, him Cameron, he Ken Shamrock. These motherfuckers said they was fighting two and three times a day see, as children. See, I, I like what the fuck, like bro. I don't mind having one fight throughout my day, but. <laughs> Two and three? Motherfuckers is fighting two and three times a day, two and three different people every day. I gotta win them. <laughs> I gotta end my day feeling. But think about that though. This one, this you're it's a sixth grader in your school and he fights two times a day, like you don't even suspend a nigga no more. No, see, that's sick. Like this child needs therapy. <laughs> <laughs> You arrested him instead. Like, the child needs therapy. Like, this motherfucker fought three different times in one day. 
I'm cool. I, that's a lot of energy. I don't, hell no. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Um, no. Mike, though, that was, that to you, but that was what surprised me most was he was more technical, I thought, than Roy Jones was. He looked more. He looked. If you want to be honest, Max Kellerman called him the great, the most technical fighter in boxing history. I thought that was shocking. You're considering you're talking about Iron Mike Tyson, and this is the nigga who was knocking niggas out. You didn't even get to the technical shit. You didn't get to really see because Footwork. he was just he'd go out there and just knock a motherfucker out so quick. It's just. Why show anything else off? Hell, I can knock him out in 10 seconds. I ain't got to do all this. See, but I feel like that's the the misconception. The reason you can knock this motherfucker out is because, because you your have. footwork is excellent. Your foot. You was able to throw that punch with so much force because you rotated your hips because your feet were right. That's why I be telling people. Kobe was getting his shit off as number 8 and as number 24 because he may be the most... Forward. Skilled technical basketball Forward. player of all time, type shit. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I expected to see that from Roy, and that shit kind of blew me when I did not see any of that. Mike Tyson is strong as hell. Didn't you see when they was clinching some of them times? He was like, "Toss Roy." I'm like, "The fuck!" Like, I'm I, like, man, I, you I was yelling at the TV. But think about that man. though. You trying to clinch a motherfucker, and, and he, like he push out with like, "No, nigga, we not doing this." And I'm like. Oh no! I was like, oh no! I said, oh no! Like, who looked more in shape? Tyson. Boy, Roy was tired after the second round. Fuck you, talking about he was breathing hard. I remember. I'm watching it. Roy still. Roy do not got that agility like he used to because he was trying to do a certain. I saw him trying to do a certain. Punch. Mm-hmm. And I know what that punch is, but he couldn't get it. Like, he'll, like, just throw that arm out there, and he'll, like, you know which punch I'm talking about, because he'll just throw an arm out there like that. Mm-hmm. I think, see, what happened? jab he be throwing so he could come with that. The right. Yeah. See, see what happens is he throw it out there. You know it's a trash-ass punch because you just throw it out there, but you fall for it. So you're like, oh, no, this ain't nothing. But he he's so snappy. Well, he was. Pow! Next thing you know. Like, you bullshitting trying to get out the way of this bullshit jab he throwing. And he like, caught you with the right. He couldn't land that. And I seen him try. I'm like, nah, nah. He a little too smart. But it's shocking that he was the one... You know what it looked like to me? I said this to somebody earlier. It looked to me that, like... Mike Tyson was training because he wanted, he still had some shit to, you know what? I think I might want to do this again. So, like, let's see. Like, fuck it. If I'm going to do it, let's do it. It's Mike Tyson. He don't half-ass nothing. It's Mike fucking Tyson. So, like, it looked like he said he approached it like, hey, I haven't fought in 15 years. If I'm going to come out of retirement to fight, I need to get my shit together. I'm going to come out of retirement to fight. And what it looked like Roy had done was that he had retired two years ago, three years ago, 
and had settled into retirement. Yeah. And then somebody called his phone one day and was like, hey, nigga, you want to fight Mike Tyson? Like, we might could, like, that might could be a real thing. You could, like, really get in the ring with this nigga. And, like, if you're a real nigga, which Roy Jones is, if you are a professional at your craft, if you are... On Mount Rushmore, which he's on my Mount Rushmore. Goddamn right. Next to Mike Tyson. Fuck you talking about. Goddamn right. Fuck. As is Muhammad Ali and Floyd Mayweather, but it is what it is. Say what you want to say. Can't argue with them. You can, but I don't give a fuck. Why? Would you argue with them? You put Floyd up there? You put Roy? Yes, nigga. You have. That's fucked up. Even if you don't like. You, I feel like you have to put... Floyd up there. This ain't about that right now. Let me not. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Because I don't fuck with him like that, but I fuck with him. We, we can spend the block on that, too. We can spend the block on it. The pod, Mike's podcast is very interesting topics, but yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, um, nah, man. The footwork, I was expecting Roy to do more than what he was doing, and when I saw that he wasn't doing the things that I wanted to see him do, but if he, if he didn't do them within... The first three rounds, I didn't expect it because he was starting to look tired out there. I don't like, if you're showing fatigue, them punches ain't finna do Was it fatigue from the body work that Mike was doing? Or I definitely both. I believe it was a combination of both. Because that's what I was saying. He looked like someone who had looked, settled into retirement. Yeah. And someone called him and got him off the couch because, like, hey, you can make some, you can fight Mike Tyson and we'll pay you to do it. You feel me? So. And like. But them. Body, that's what people, people yeah. who don't, like, fight, like, or train to fight, they just, like, brawlers, or they just street fight-ass people. Yeah, Kimbo Slice. Not even on that level, just motherfuckers who go out here. The motherfuckers, the random average person who just fight. Your everyday Joe. Oh, your everyday, your everyday yeah. Joe Schmo. Yeah. When they Joe fight, if you notice, Schmo. feel me? When you, or when you even see fights, the only thing they're really doing is going for, like, head shots, like, face shots. You yeah. You know what I mean? Boom, boom, boom. Rock the brain or whatever, knock them out quick. But you don't even know. It's a thing. Like, as a boxer, when you throw a punch at someone's face, you know where you're, like, there's a target point you're looking for. Yes. Now, like, in boxing, I'm trying to land this motherfucker anywhere on the side of your face. Exactly. Because, like, whatever. But, like... You can put the science behind it, though. When you get into a street fight, like you said, I'm just hitting you in the face because that's what that's, niggas do. That's just what niggas do. Now, you don't see too many body shots in a street fight. When you do, though, shit is tragic. Like, so to see <laughs> Mike Tyson come with these body shots, body shots hurt. But you know what, though? That goes back to the point about him being a technician, like... I'm not a one-trick pony. I'm Mike fucking Tyson. So, like, I have knockout punch power, but I also know how to work your body. You have to have confidence in your punch to go for the body. And in your ability to, like, counter, dodge punches. Especially Roll when, off the shoulders. Especially when you're a smaller fighter, which he is. Exactly. So, a body shot from Mike Tyson, that motherfucker... Fucking gonna hurt. <laughs> Roy said after the fight when so, they asked him. Body shots, I know personally personal experience. Body shots, if even if you tighten your stomach up and shit after so long, bro, them shits wear on you, boy. Them shits will make you tired. 
I seen motherfuckers take. Cause you ain't get breathe. I seen motherfuckers take hooks to the face and like eat them bitches, and then take hooks to the body and ugh. That shit knocks that the shit is wind different, out of you. dog. That shit will knock the wind out of you, bro. That shit You're not getting that breath back. Dog. You're not getting that breath back. <laughs> that's like done. That's, that's a one and done. That's dead. You're not getting that breath back. That's dead. So from this point on, you finna be gasping for air. Yeah, no, nah, that's dead. Don't get hit off guard with it because now you fucked. Because now you have no air. So you feel me? You just you just over with. You gotta try to get it back, but the shit hurt. So to take rib shots and body shots from Mike Tyson, boy, them shits gonna. I'm pretty sure Roy Jones shits was hurt. He said after the fight. That's what I was. He said after the fight. Uh, one of the reporters asked him. Seen him he was standing like. That. One of the reporters asked him like once they was having a sit down and shit, their media session uh-huh. uh, about the punching power maybe, and he was like. He felt, he really said it was too, he really felt. It was that body shot and that upper chest, chin, Yeah, he caught him, he caught him with that, that shit. He threw his arm up, though. He took it. Oh, yeah. He said, after the fight, they said, well, what's it like? He said, my jaw still, he said, it feels like I got punched in the jaw by Mike Tyson. He was like, I'm probably going to still feel that one tomorrow. He caught me with that one, and that one to the body was, you know... Like, they might say, hey, I might, I want to do this, you know, do it again, because, like, yeah. and then nigga Roy was like, uh. He, he had to think about it, like, hey. But, did you, okay, so how did you feel about the draw? Because the fight, the, the fight, you know, as it was, it, would you want to watch Mike fight again? All right, so, I, right. I, I asked you a lot. How did you feel about the draw, first person? I feel like Roy was the draw. I don't like draws, I wear draws. I'm gonna talk my shit. Okay, okay, okay. I ain't come in to see no draw. Did you really want to see Mike Tyson have an L on another L on his record though? Did you really want to see Roy have an L? To that point though, I think this goes to a how niggas be bringing up the LeBron shit. I don't think it's Mike Tyson. It don't matter what his record is at this point in time. It don't. It, it, I'm finna say that. I don't. It wouldn't even matter because if Murray got another L on his shit, it wouldn't it matter. Doesn't matter. He did it to me. The motherfucker got nine. Yeah. Okay. So Mike said made that this was his first draw. I think and he said ever. Like you done made it this far and another one wouldn't hurt. Yeah. Mike, I can definitely believe first draw ever. Like, fuck. I wouldn't care if Mike got another L. It's like, all right, bro, look. This shit don't. This, this ain't you even Mike, what you're doing you, right you now. Mike Tyson, nigga. Like, Mike Tyson, but boxing ain't some shit you've really been doing for lately. Yeah. So I wouldn't even care either way. As far as the Mount Rushmore goes, shit like that. I Floyd, I think it might affect just because his undefeated is a part of his. It is a part of his greatness. To me, it's not the greatest. It's not what makes him, what puts him on Mount Rushmore. It's not the fact that he's undefeated. He could have lost one fight, two fights, and yeah. I would probably still have him yeah. in my shit. Uh, the fact that he is undefeated, though, is absolutely a part of that, though. That's undeniable. Definitely. You know what? Like Michael Jordan, 6-0, and oh, and like that's a, it's 6-0. and oh. If he was 6-1, and one, that'd be different. He's not, though. He's 6-0. 6-0, and, oh. six and oh. you're right. So that matters. <laughs> exactly. Floyd's 51-0 and because oh, he fought that... Japanese nigga, that Asian dude. Oh, <laughs> yeah, whatever, like whatever. <laughs> but he's fifty one and 0. 51 and oh. That's all I'm saying, bro. Not gonna ignore that. 
It's there for a reason. It ain't there just because it just happened. Nigga, Mike Tyson, I learned this on his podcast, nigga. Sugar Ray Robinson, he went 40-0, lost to Jake LaMotta in the second fight because he had beat his ass already. Right. So now he's 40-1. This motherfucker went 80-0 after that. <laughs> Damn! What? I did not know that. Say so he went, he fought that nigga three weeks later. Oh, he turned up. 80 and 0? 80 and 0. Fuck out of here. <laughs> 80 and 0. Now, his record in real life, his record is he like 150 something and 19. <laughs> like. Sugar Ray Robinson. But. Uh, so you know what I mean, like the 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 old thing is is a part of it, but it's not it's not the end all be all of the conversation. But yeah, right. Uh, okay, so the draw was what it was. I like, fuck with the draw. I thought it was kind of cheesy, but I get it. You don't want to. That was cheesy, and I appreciate the fact that more so you don't just want to. I think seeing Roy get knocked out or seeing Mike get knocked out would be. That's a little extensive for that's what, I extreme. Really wanna, what I really want to see. That's not really, even though that's what motherfuckers want to see. What? That's what motherfuckers want to see. That's not, I didn't want, I that's, don't not, want that. that's not what I needed to see, though. I would have liked to, it. If you all were in better shape, maybe. Yeah. If you all were more prepared, maybe. But like in this. Like instance, this? No. This is one of them things where like it was just good to see you both alive and healthy and like still. Masters of your craft because even Roy's showmanship in the fight, hell yeah, like he was like, Okay, it's still like you still Roy, you got that right. He you did his love, Roy. fuck you, man. He still moving, he still look good. Like I said, he don't look sloppy, he looked like a motherfucker who's like, Oh, I'm retired, and like, Oh, wait, I do this though, <laughs> yeah, that's the muscle is, memory man. kicked in, and like, we could still do it. He had the you know. I'm a little punch is just slow. He, I'm chilly. I gotta warm up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just like I was watching it. He did a little. <laughs> and somebody was like, "What is that?" And I'm like, "Wow, you really a motherfucker who don't know." And that bothered me. Like, yeah, yeah, dang, yeah. you don't know what that is. Yeah. I watch people get knocked out from that. Pop, pop, pop. Can you be stopped? Can you be shook? Can you be... When will you niggas learn? My man threw two punches at once. I saw this nigga Roy throw three hooks back to back to back and knock a nigga out. I posted it on the fucking so my social media. He now. threw three left hooks bop, at this bop, nigga. Bop. It was a body shot, a body bop. shot, and a face shot. Like, like a, it was like a... No, nah, he had him bent over. It was like... Bop, bop. Bop, bop, bop. No, it was all to the head. Oh, temple shots, yeah. Bop, bop, bop. Body shots bop. set him up and then. Yeah. Oh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> bro, I don't like people capping on him, bro, because yeah, I, I watched I watched him, bro. Like, I'm not even saying, like, I'm not saying, like, oh, I'm fucking with him because it was someone who I watched as coming up as a kid. His that greatness. Is, you know what it reminds me of? Bro. It's like the Barry Bonds thing in baseball. Like I deleted the video, but boy, that shit was... It's like Barry Bonds in baseball. Motherfuckers hate the fact that, like, Barry Bonds is the home run king because, like, maybe he took steroids. 
allegedly he took steroids even though he never failed a test. Right. However, I don't give a fuck because when I was watching baseball, which is when you motherfuckers was making all your money, my generation watching baseball is what made it popular. Yes. These motherfuckers were smacking shit out of the fucking park. Sammy Sosa was knocking shit on Sheffield Avenue and we loved it. Busting car windows. We loved it. Damn right. Mark McGuire was packing them bitches. And we hated it, but we loved it. Nothing of So when Barry Bonds started smacking them bitches out, I absolutely wanted him to bring Hank Aaron shit. You know why? I didn't ever see this nigga Hank Aaron play. I feel you. I respect his greatness, don't get me wrong. Barry Bonds hit 40 home runs and stole 40 bases in one season. Niggas don't do that. Not niggas from Earth. Home run derby. So, like, I don't get... Ken Griffey Jr. is my favorite bas- baseball player home because of the home run derby. That's crazy. So, like, I don't give a shit that, like, maybe he did or did not. Right. His greatness is undeniable. And the same goes for Roy Jones Jr. Not to say that he did no enhancements or no shit like that. I just mean specifically from the point of, like, Motherfuckers not paying attention to like his shit because that man was so fast, boy. You feel me? Like it yeah. was terrifying how quick he was, bro. Yeah. I'm like, ain't motherfuckers disrespecting his craft and like the level of like when I see a boxer and he he good uh, and he starts showboating because he's so good. I know he wrong. That showboating shit takes shit to another level. Definitely when it's clean. You could you, you could lose your life in here. You <laughs> and you joking about this shit? You feel me? I watched that man showboat crazy. Because this is a place where like you disrespect the person and they can like knock your shit. They off can your come shit. and hit your Literally, shit. like, oh, you think it's funny? Yes, bro. Off in the, okay. Off in the George Frazier your shit. Joe yeah. Frazier your shit. George Foreman your shit. He was a showboat at the same time. It was clean, bro. So I I love it. So it was like, damn, y'all not finna sit here and talk about him? Like, you are not finna do that, bro. I watched him do all kind of shit to people, jumping at him, faking him. Just, come on, bro. And that's just baby shit. I got his arms down when he boxed. That's, that's his style down there now because he's so fucking quick. Them shits come up so damn fast, it don't fucking matter. Bro. I watched him put his hands behind his back. I dare you. Dodge, dodge, snap, KO. I dare you do that shit to a nigga at your local LA fitness who you be beefing with because he stepped on your shoe in the, on the court or he fouled you hard. This nigga doing this shit in a, in a professional fight Fuck. against motherfuckers who are like, are trained professionals. It's literally illegal for them to fight people in the street. And he doing this in a, like, in a, What? Why would you put your hands down in a ring with a person like that? Why would you get in a ring with a person like that? Exactly. So the fact that he be showboating, I'm like, oh, no. Nah, this nigga different. He's different. So when he started doing that shit, I'm like, oh, no, nah, he got it. This nigga Floyd, different. he can be showboat all he want. Talk his shit. You got to hit him. <laughs> you, you not hitting this motherfucker. Oh my God, I'm a showboat while I'm dodging your shit. I'm laughing at your ass because I know what you're going to do. You see, you feel me? And you're still, like, you're not going to do it. Like You've seen that video? You've seen the, I don't even, probably a video. Muhammad Ali in a corner. 
You just died Wiggling on the ropes and shit Wiggling at your ass. Fuck you mean Rope a dope Roy Jones threw himself in the corner showboating. Yo, come get me. What? Sorry, I'm gonna fuck you up. Not sorry. Yeah. He pounding on you in the corner. He stepped back talking shit. Ask the ref if he's gonna stop the you fight. You really finna make me? Fuck it. Go back in. Bop, 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 bop. Now you gotta end the fight. Now, now I got knocked out down there because the ref ain't wanna end shit. I've watched him do this shit, so you not now. But now he mad at the end of post game because the ref ain't doing his job. Feel so me? I gotta do it for him. Fuck out of here, man! I don't want. No. Yeah, no, he's definitely on. So I don't, I don't fuck with disrespect. No. When it comes to this man, Barry Bonds is also on my Mount Rushmore baseball player. So yes, he is. Yeah. I don't accept disrespect. Don't, from yeah, this no, we're like, not, we not, we not doing it. No, sir, we're not doing it. Um. Mm-mm. Would you want to see? I don't. Yeah, no, we don't need to see Roy fight again, do we? No. I said whether he win or lose, and it was a fucking draw. From the way I watched, I don't need it. Yeah, no, my, I don't. Not really. But yeah, something in me want to say yeah because maybe his next match or depending on if he have another one. You do you, do you want to see Mike have another fight like this or do you want to see him in a pro, like in a I want to a see traditional him. pro style I want fight. to see him in a true pro style boxing match, excuse me. Yes. Yeah. And it had to be against somebody. 8 you know? 10 12 rounds, probably not 12 cuz he in his 50s, but I, I mean I, fuck it. I still take the I 10 still, rounds, 3 minute rounds. What the fuck about that? I still take the 2 and 8. But let them do their thing when they're in there. Let them throw them bitches. That's all I'm saying. But why do you want to see that, though? And that's he, crazy, you know, though. He's, you know he can do what you want to see him do. I just want to see it. I just didn't want to see it against Roy. I ain't had to. Absolutely either. not. Absolutely not. Lasted all eight rounds. Fuck you talking about. Do you? One of my favorite. No knockdowns. But also, though, that... Same notion that you're talking about, because I thought this was also probably my second most interesting thing that like I was also interested in, like or that was interesting to me. That about that fight? Yes. There's a lot of cl- some clinching going on as well. No, it was a post game, post fight. Immediately after, when they being interviewed, and they trunk still, Roy still got his gloves on. Like this is fresh after the fight, and they both standing there and talking about what happened. They asked Roy, how did it feel to, like, you made it all eight rounds, specifically to what you just, because you saying he lasted all eight rounds made me think of this. You lasted all eight rounds. How you feel about, like, basically he asked him, like, this notion that, like, you could have got hurt in this motherfucker because you was fighting against Mike Tyson. Right. And, like, you made it eight rounds. What's that feel like? Basically, well, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but that was the question. Uh-oh. And he turned and asked Mike, you know, he turned and stuck the mic in Roy's face and asked him, and Mike Tyson stepped in and was like, hold on. You got to talk like it. You got to do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all worry about him? Y'all worry about me? I ain't been here 15 years. He did it two years ago. He did it two years ago. Y'all wasn't thinking about me? And, like, and that made fucking sense. And I'm like, you, you goddamn right. <laughs> and I was just like, I, that speaks to the greatness that you have. You, also, though, he's absolutely right. 
Absolutely. And to me, but that point that he made, though, about him being out of it for 15 years, that was also what I was banking on Roy being able to take advantage of. I thought he would be able to fall into the groove much quicker. I did, too. Like, I thought he would have a routine that would, like, allow him to, like, you feel me? his crispiness would be... What it is is Roy, Roy just don't got that speed no more. And that was a big part of him. He was a power puncher, too, with the speed. With now, the motherfuckers be forgetting he was not a... He didn't start at, like, heavyweight. No, nah, not at all. He worked. He moved, it, he moved up. Shits. So, he just didn't have that speed no more. I feel like if he still would have had that speed, yeah. shit would look different. Yeah. That shit would definitely have looked different. Yeah. Did you see his boxing gloves? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's just, again, speaking to his greatness. Because you don't get to do that. You don't even think to do that. You definitely don't think to do that. And you damn sure don't do it that good or look that good doing it like that. You goddamn right. Unless you greatness. And, like, from one Mount Rushmore nigga to another Mount Rushmore nigga, I very much appreciated that, Roy. So thank you yes. again. Yes. Speaking to your showmanship. Like, yes. he was a professional. Yes. And he absolutely looked like he was prepared and ready for the fight. He just didn't look... Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? It just didn't look crispy. It didn't look crispy. Not That's the way all. I expected it. That, is. Like, you looked crisp, but you didn't look as snappy as I was thinking. From, from what I remember. Or rather, you know? Mike Tyson. I didn't think Mike would be more snappy than you. I think that's more so That's what, what threw me off. Like, yeah. Mike is more snappy than you. What's going on? I think, and maybe that speaks to, like, our lack of... Maybe not respect, but like just understanding of exactly how great Mike Tyson is. I think that's maybe what you're right. You know, because older boxing fans, none of them look so they were. None of them are surprised. They, they were all very much like, no, that's Mike Tyson, nigga. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was. I, I, I liked I, Thank it. you both. Though. That was it. Thank, yes, thank you. Thank you both. Thank you both. That was an amazing, amazing fucking feat. Thank you both. I, I'm, I'm happy for that. I don't need to see Roy box again. I really don't need to see Mike box again. But I would like. I would watch happened, it if it happened though. Yeah. If it happened, I would watch it. I don't yeah. want to see them fight each other again. Absolutely not. Roy, I said this is time to retire, and that's not me poking, being funny because you're the reason I like the sport. That's a fact. Just let it's time. Fuck it. That's a fact. Cause I don't want to see you go out sloppy. And in the fight before this, was that the one where he? I. He took the the knockout that was pretty brutal. The one before this. I think it was the yeah. one before that. The one before that, maybe he had it was like a corner knockout. Yeah, I and he had one more, but I think he did he lose that last one too. Maybe by decision or something. But anyway, it. Go home, enjoy your family, no, that, fishing. It. Yeah, no, we your cool. farm and shit like thank that. Thank you for giving us that. Thank you. That is also gratitude. Is what I'm most. Thank you. Yeah, thank you both very much. Um, that was beautiful. And to uh, Big Snoop, Uncle D O Double Jizzle, funny commentator. Funny that nigga people said, fuck with that, it. That nigga said, "I ain't from the hood. He'll be alright." <laughs> He will. He was just throwing his NBA punches. He gonna yeah, get up and walk man. him off. He'll be all right. 
And you know Tyson and Roy Like two uncles Fighting at the barbecue Yeah, yeah. That shit was funny as hell Listening to them Commentate that shit It was dope Nah it was good It was dope yeah. It was also What I loved about it though Was the production That it was like Motherfuckers knew What type of like Yeah Crowd demographic Was gonna be attracted to this And they catered to that And I think that's something That I shout Triller out for We Maps, Weed Maps. Tyson Ranch Cause that's yeah. not something that that's not something that, like, is always done all the time. Like, motherfuckers always know they're, like, you know who your audience is. Motherfuckers yes. don't always care. Okay. Yeah. Nah, that was dope. So uh, that was pretty uh, That was pretty dope to see, yeah. I think Wiz did Wiz something. performed. St. John see, performed. I ain't see none of that. Y'all motherfuckers like it. Y'all know who St. John was. That shit was low-key kind of trash to see y'all just. Who is the nigga? <laughs> who is this nigga? Who the fuck is St. John? That shit, y'all wild. Hey, y'all wow. Hey, they was like, who is the nigga with the one long dread? That shit, I'm like. Demon Time is my favorite song off the album right now. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, that shit was that shit was dope. I fucked with it all. That was cool. Speaking of Tyson Ranch. This nigga got his own strain. I because you know he the fighting shit. I went down his wild rabbit hole. He got his own like farm cultivator and shit. Okay. So like, did you watch any of his post game? Any of the post fight rather? One of them, but that was when it was first when it first came around. So they were asking Mike about him coming down and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he came down or whatever. He was answering a question and he was like, "All I need is." Like, my wife and my kids. The money, all this other shit, it don't matter. Like, my wife and my kids, He's a humanitarian. I'm happy. I'm happy. And, uh... The mental growth, I fucking love it. It's amazing. That, like, to some what he was, he, how he used to be, and to where he's at now. Yeah. That shit is Whose glow up was, like, is more shocking to you? Or are you more inspired about it, rather? Because I don't want to say shocking. I don't like that. And I don't like that. So whose is more inspiring, Wops or Mike's? Wow. Because I feel like both of those are like, both of these niggas are like really changing people's lives in a positive way now, in my personal opinion, in a way that like 20 years ago, the average person would have said was not possible. Even though these niggas was doing it already. Because that's why these niggas are so beloved today is because they was helping motherfuckers back then. They just, I guess, is getting in their own way would be how you describe the shit that was happening. You smacking motherfuckers up and pushing motherfuckers out the car on 285. Like, that's... I would say, I guess, life puts you in a certain situation, but that's some shit that's avoidable. That's that's more, you know what I'm saying? Like, they'll both probably tell you though they wouldn't have been able to be the people that they are today also. without having gone through those. Like, I don't believe in coincidences, so... Also. All right, I'll let you get that off. I damn near want to... That's tough. It is. I that's don't know tough. what to say. I really don't know. That's tough. I'll just... Mike Tyson is far more, like, known, but that's not what we talking exactly. about, though. That don't have shit no. to do with what we saying. But, uh... Mike Tyson shit it, it, it fucks me up a little Because to see how he was Like yeah. When I first started seeing him It was like Yo this man is a wild dude Like The fuck is wrong with him He was just saying wild shit I had pulled it up on the Yeah I had pulled it up on YouTube Mike Tyson threats And it's like a compilation Of wild shit he be <laughs> Yeah 
I really want to play some, but it's cool. Uh, uh so but I so but you out here in a professional ring, bot. Who bites ears, dog, in a match? Like what he said fuck? that. Uh, so this, so this is what I'm saying. He oh, said, I also have something to bring up. So he said this, though. He said that in answering the question, his wife, his kids, and then he was like, "Am I joint?" So they was like, "Oh, you smoke." So somebody, it's you know how the interviews go, where like you don't see the reporters or who asking the question, you just see the person that they asking the questions to. It sounded like based on the question. It was somebody, a reporter, maybe all to the side, but someone who had some type of relationship with Mikey. Ask him, hey, so have you smoked yet? Or maybe someone who, like, is very understanding of, like, who Mike Tyson today is. Like, hey, you smoked one yet? And he was like, yeah, no, I smoked. I had a joint on the way down here. Like, when I came out, of coming from the locker room down here to talk to y'all, I smoked one. That led to a more serious reporter, though. It could be the same one, but it sounded like a different voice and a very a different tone. Mm-hmm. That's more so what I'm speaking to okay. about. Did you? Oh, really? Did you smoke while you was training? To which Mike responded, "I smoke every day. Yes, I, I you know I smoke every day. Oh, did you smoke? You smoked before, like while you was training for the fight. Did you smoke before the fight? Right. I smoke every day." So you smoked before the fight. So they just kept... It was one of them situations where, like, you ask me a question, I give you an answer, but you rephrase the question because you want me to, like... You want me to say... Say something specific, yes. Right. Well, like, I smoke every day. But fuck the reporter and the question, though, I think... Mike Tyson, Mount Rushmore boxer, I smoked. I smoked. And I smoked. And I'm smoking. Tyson Ranch, though. Right, you said he got his own strand. His own farm. He got, it's like a thing. He got, like, shit going on. Mm. On Tyson Ranch, though, he has his own podcast called Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. Well, I heard you say that earlier, and I know what Hot Box is. And when I'm like, Hot Box, Mike Tyson. He smokes. Cool. When I saw it, I thought about it. I said it in my mind. I'm like, oh. It's a very cool play on words because it's like boxing and boxing. Of course. Like hot boxing. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I fuck with it. Of course. Um, he shoots the podcast on Tyson Ranch, though. And it's one of the greatest pieces of art ever created. I need to see this. Because, I don't know, it's just, it's, one of my favorite things about Mike Tyson is that he's Mike Tyson. Like, he's himself. He's always, he's, he's always been himself, but I'm going to get to that. When you, he's himself. Yeah, Regardless yeah. of, like, however you perceive that to be or however right. you may feel about that, he is his, himself. himself. Right. And, like, he is himself on the podcast, so, like. There are times when, like, you can hear him. It sounds like he eating popcorn or, like, peanuts. Okay. And, like, well, that's a no-no. You're not supposed to eat on Mike. But, like, it's Mike Tyson. And, like, you get why he eating on Mike, especially when you he's shooting on Tyson. He's on munchies. Oh, boy. Munchies. But, uh, 
he's had some really, really interesting guests on there so far. And from all the ones, he he got to be like two years in. So we, we three years in. We get to munchie on the, we, we we munchie on our podcast. I know I be munchie on my podcast on here sometimes. So I mean, that's what you get to do with your shit. Whatever you want. But that's a no no. Even though it's your shit. Says who? Says them. Who the fuck is them? They. I don't got no muscle memory for their ass. I don't got it. Me neither. Fuck. Uh, you mean? <laughs> Mike. Uh, just to see how the person he was. He just looked like a wild beast out there. And to see how he is today. He that's but, that's that's some. But that's the thing though. He looked my boy, He looked like a wild beast. But like this is the same man who like this. had like pigeons as pets. You see, and like care for me? birds and shit, and animals. So he humanitarian like. So I'm like, always the most always one of the softest, kindest, caring person people that I'm sure many people would tell you like it is on the street that they ever knew. Also, you got other motherfuckers saying it like, hey, man, this nigga, like, was stinking niggas up <laughs> and breaking their houses. Feel me? His voice, the way he talks, is just, it is what it is. And that's, I think, he, he's, I've seen it, so I've probably listened to 15 episodes. I've heard him eat on the podcast, drink on the podcast, Word. smoke on the podcast, laugh uncontrollably, and cry. Okay. And like, it's the most Mike Tyson beautiful shit ever. <laughs> his, Have you ever seen his one man show that he did on one of the cable networks like a few years ago? It was Mike Tyson's. It was a one man show. He was on stage for like sixty five minutes, seventy minutes. Maybe. No, I ain't seen and it was like he was telling stories. He was telling jokes. He was like, it was all kind of. It was the one of the again most beautiful pieces of art I've ever seen. And it's very insightful because. It's one of them things where, like, it's Mike Tyson. You don't... The Mike Tyson that you think you know is not who Mike Tyson is. At all. You're expecting a... F- inarticulate, maybe. I think a lot of people would assume... Yeah. He's in, he's, he's, he's yeah. not as articulate as he actually is. He's not as sensitive as he actually is. But with this, he's or as understanding or caring as he actually is, and so like, I think it catches people off guard at first. It does. I mean, but we only really got to see him when it was time for him to do his professional sport. Social media wasn't a thing back then. So his personality, you never, outside of being Mike Tyson, I am Mike Tyson. You didn't ever. We've get to never see. really got. We just see the aggressive boxing. Oh, I'm finna go. He went to prison. Bro. Type shit. You wilded out for a little moment. He just he, so, like you yeah. That's not that's not him. It's like yo. Yeah. He's a to see that is beautiful as hell. Like damn, it's like a jolly giant. And his podcast is one of the most captivating, insightful things, pieces of content. He's intelligent as hell. He's a genius. He's 1,000% a genius. And for me, it really be seeing all this is like, damn. Dude, he's solid. He's 
solid. I mean, I knew he was solid, but like, okay, you really are solid. Like, that shit look cool as hell to me. His podcast. I get to see him be himself. Like, his, it's amazing to watch him on his podcast and listen that to boxing him. shit. Like, he's Bunch. had Sugar Ray Leonard on there, and, like, he cried telling Sugar Ray Leonard that, like, watching you fight when I was 13 years old in jail was, like, in juvie was, like, what made me believe in myself and, like, that was, you know, I could, that was what made me want to do this, like, watching you fight because it was beautiful to watch and, like, I don't even really deserve to be sitting here with you right now. See, I want him to have a certain person on there. Evander Holyfield's been on there. My boy. They have a commercial. He talked to but He said that, like, he bit Evander's ear, aside from him just being loose, because he got that out the way. Yeah. I was just out of control. Uh, yes. But, like, he was headbutting me, and, like, they weren't doing nothing about it. Right. And he cut me. And, like, he said it, he said it on the, he said it several times. Like, I was trying to do that shit back, but he was better at it than me. So, like, I bit his ass. Got it. <laughs> to which Evander did, because he had Evander on the block. He had Evander on. Evander mm-hmm. said, I mean, shit, it happens. Like, because they was like, how can you be friends with this motherfucker? Like, he bit a chunk of your shit off. He was like, it happens. He was like, nigga, I bit somebody before. And then motherfuckers was like, swear to God. And he was like, I bit a nigga on his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Man. So you feel me? I, he he's had Sugar Ray Lynn on there. He's had the commercial. Holyfield. The commercial was him giving him his piece of his ear, piece man. of that sick as fuck. He rung his bell and he like, oh, come on. They gave each other a hug and I thought that shit was cool as hell. I'm like, yeah. Let bygones be by. They've known shit. each other since they were 16. Yeah, I know. So I'm like, that was cool to see that. Like, man, this ain't that is that happened. My bad, bro. Uh, that he's was cool. had. Joe and Rory and Maul on the podcast. Okay. He had uh, Ken Shamrock. I learned a lot about Ken Shamrock on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, yeah, you tell me you heard of Yeah. Also, another like kid who grew up on the street fighting two or three times a day. Sick as hell, man. I he, didn't know he was an orphan. Yes. His name, his original name was not Shamrock. This is all shit he talks about on the podcast, but his name was not. I don't remember what it was. It was like Williams or some shit. Right. He changed his name to Shamrock because the boy's home that he went to was, uh, the dude's name was Bob Shamrock. Home for boys or something like that. Okay. And, yeah, no, he, after going there, that was when his, you know, his life changed. Started playing football. Excelled at it. <laughs> Happens. Broke his neck. I never did not know that. That's that's horrible. Did not know that. Doctor told him you would never play contact sports again. So like you should probably get that out your brain. He said they was uh horrible. You made that sound so horrible. Cause he said the was he wrestling? He said, so get that shit out your brain. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that shit is only funny because I, he's Ken Shamrock. Nah, yeah, yeah, definitely. Because it's not funny. It's not you know, funny. today it's funny because he's Ken Shamrock. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But he said, like, he... Uh, he was like a buck seventy five, a buck eighty, or some shit like that, and the kid was like two something and fell on his neck. 
Coach told him, like, get up. He was like, all right. And then he said it took a second. Then he realized, like, I, I'm not getting up because, like, I am unable to move. Damn. So he said they hooked him up with the fucking neck shit. The NBA young boy. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I ain't. I, I, keep, I said that because uh, for the longest time, Motherfuckers used to always want to know, like, what was the indentations on his shit. Oh, yeah. No, I found out. Where them shits came from. And, like, it was because he, too, like, on some at-home type shit. Fucking yeah. around. Yeah. Broke his shit. But to show you, like, this is, motherfuckers be fighting. This nigga Shamrock. Okay, now you got this shit on your shit and you're not supposed to. You're not going to ever play contact sports again. Well, like, how did you grow up to be one of the greatest <laughs> fighters of all time? You fought in like across the board, boxing. Yeah, the original UFC. You a mixed martial artist. Yeah, you wrestled professionally and fucking the cage fighting shit. Crazy. I don't even know how to describe the difference between like traditionally and professionally. I guess would be how you describe that. Yeah. So yeah, like you did all of that shit. You're a fighter, and like that's a. Super contact sports. The nigga ripped his bolts out his shoulder fighting. How you break your neck and you fighting a nigga with the fucking block shit on? What? This is not real. Tore them bitches out twice because he got into fights. Get the fuck out of here. So, like, no, I'm not surprised that, like, Ken Shamrock fought in damn near every professional fighting arena that there is to have fought in. My boy said, go hard or go home. You ain't got nothing to lose. You want to get I'm homeless, to bitch. You ain't got nothing to lose. You got something to gain. Go hard or go home. I'm homeless, bitch. You got one option. You got to go hard. There are no options. I'm fucking you up. And if, you, if I'm not, I'm not going to stop. I'm done. So, shout out to Shamrock, man. I did not know. The ankle lock. The fucking ankle lock. Now you out here breaking niggas' ankles. Motherfuckers used to be twisting little niggas' ankles at the crib. Wrenching they shit. I ain't know how to feel about that move, man. <laughs> Don't let the person have some height on them, too, because they tab. Tab. Remember, he wasn't letting go when niggas was tapping? Twist a little further after you tap. That really make you he tap. He broke oh, some shit that he break. <laughs> He snapped somebody's shit. I don't remember because he wouldn't tap. See, I broke your shit. You have to tap now. Wow. Motherfuckers used to be in there pulling them off niggas and he wasn't letting go. Wowing. Just stuck on go mode. Yeah, that nigga Ken Shamrock, he 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 was different. I mean, that's good. He was mad different. I always fucked with him. He was mad different. Uh... Who else he had on there that I checked out? Steve-O. Fucking Steve-O, man. Jackass? Yes. Steve-O. It was 10 episodes in the first season. Mm-hmm. How much money you think Steve-O made? Of Jackass? Of Jackass. Now, you got to remember, this is Jackass when, like, this shit came. I remember the first time I saw that shit. Uh-huh. On MTV, I was like, what the fuck is this dumb white boy shit? Me too. I absolutely sat there and was glued to the television watching it, though. 
I kinda was, but I wasn't. I'm like, this shit too. Stupid. It was too weird for me. Like you right. It was too weird when I very first saw it. But yeah. like when I realized like this, I thought it was like a one off. Okay. Nah. On some real shit, it was to me. It was like Mr. Pickle six six six. Like this shit weird as fuck. Turn this shit oh, off. Yeah, that game. shit is weird. But like, it keep coming on. <laughs> and it's new shit. And you keep catching it. Mm-hmm. And eventually, like, they do some shit that you have to watch. You're like, what the... F- yes. That does what happened to everyone, I'm sure. And... It just became a point where I'm like, this shit is stupid, bro. Like, I'm not gonna keep watching this shit. And I just stopped watching it. I'm like, they, they doing dumb shit, like, to each other. Jackass. Uh, I don't even know... I don't even know how much he would get paid because what it was on MTV too. Yep. MTV. I think he made like three thousand bucks off that shit. I finna say they were down there just doing dumb shit for free any fucking way. But that was like so. Steve O's episode was really interesting because I mean, what do niggas know about Steve O other than like on that Jake Paul shit? Like you just a white boy who like was doing shit and got paid for it. Right. Essentially, that's what happened. Right. But like it's. Interesting to get to know people's story and like it's always also pretty cool to like hear people right. who like are wildly successful and shit, but also like are still real people. And like I don't know shit about Steve O other than like he was a white guy from Jackass who was doing some OD bio shit. Yes. And like if I was to do that shit like ninety seven percent of that shit I would absolutely be in jail or dead. Definitely. But, like, get your shit off, though. But, like, his pops was, like, the president of Pepsi in Brazil. <laughs> but, like, so you thinking, like, of course. But, like, he hated it, though. Because he said his pops was, like, on some, like, bigger house, more money, and, like, that's what I'm on type shit. Right. And that's why you niggas should love me, and, like, that's what it is, even though I'm never home. Mom's was a high-key alcoholic. He off the wall his goddamn self, so... Feel me? I'm, oh, you are not just doing this shit because you doing shit. Like, you got, like... And you the baby because, like, you got an older sister. So, like, because he, he doing it... But I, these people talk to Mike Tyson and they say things in the way that they tell their story, the insight that they give because... They're talking to Mike Tyson, and Mike Tyson is like Mike Tyson, and he's pouring sensitivity and like honesty out. Yeah. So like, you don't have a choice but to like do that shit in return. It's a it's it's, it's a generous it's generous. And like you you start telling these stories and like what that nigga oh this nigga Steve-O, like. You're not shocked that people been through shit. You more so shocked when people reveal some of the shit that they been. That they been, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, like it, you, it helps you connect some dots. I can understand why you would like jump off a roof and try to land on top of a table with a dildo or like a table full of dildos <laughs> with no pants on. I don't know if that's ever happened, but <laughs> we talked about Peyton, and I feel like that's some shit that would happen on Jackass. Oh, you sick. 
take a staple, staple your ass cheeks. Type shit. That was on season one. Yeah. <laughs> Stay with my ass. He did that shit for free. He, this is shit he did and then sent in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I can see him get paid for a little or nothing. Stay with my ass. DJ Pooh, Danny Trezor. But Steve-O's episode was just mad interesting because he was like, I don't know, like his dad was like the president of Pepsi in Brazil and then he. this was like his gig. He was like the president of like all of these big ass companies type shit. Okay. Uh, but he got the jackass shit started because he was living on his sister's couch. And she pretty much told that nigga, like, yeah, nah, they doing, like, some clown shit in Colorado or somewhere. You should go check it out. Like, it's a clown training thing. You should go check it out. And he went and did that shit and, like, got it. And then, like, that kind of became his thing that, like, he took to. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it just kind of progressed from there. He said he started doing skateboard videos, but that shit wasn't really, like, it didn't really take off nowhere. So he always kind of had been into, like, making videos type shit. Right. So, I, yeah, no, I, I, I fucked with Steve-O because I always kind of felt like he was one of the more genuine. Like, you doing this shit because you, like, low-key kind of, like... Uh, it's ent- like, this is what you do. This some shit you do. You live in this shit. Like, you're not going to let a nigga staple you in your ass. Hell no. Unless you, like... I be mad as hell. He was doing that shit to himself. So, yeah, no, I, I thought it was just a, it was just an interesting conversation to have. And Mike Tyson brings out, like, all types of, like, insight into shit because he's done everything. He's done every drug. He's, like, thrown every party. He's been to every party. He's been to jail. He's been to prison. He's had fights, literally and figuratively, mental and physical. Right. He's lost loved ones. He's won. He's lost. He's gained. He's triumphed. He's failed. All of these things. So, like, he's everything and nothing. So, like, when you... He has endless insight into life and shit that happens. Yeah. There, I don't think that there is no person on the planet that he is incapable of connecting with. So <laughs> he won't, like, if he chooses to. Yeah. Right. DJ Pooh. Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. Trejo. That's... He really liked that. Motherfuckers pay him $300 to be an extra as a gangster in a movie, and that catapulted his career. Motherfuckers was scared, because, like, oh, this nigga too good at this shit. Oh, no, nigga, because I don't keep out this, but, like, yeah. y'all paying niggas to act like this? I could do this, like... That's... No, I got you. <laughs> I went to his restaurant when I went to California. Who? Daddy Trejo. He got his own restaurant. Of course he got his own yes, restaurant. He born and raised in LA. Yes, sir. I went there. Food was nice too. I bet it was. Fuck. Man. I gotta go back. He looked like he quality food ass nigga. Gotta go back. He's had Snoop on there. Uh LL Cool J. Ben Baller. Trade the truth. See you sh- you shooting out names that I wouldn't expect. Fucking car canal. Because also, you got to remember, this nigga Mike Tyson is from New York. And, like, it's that New York shit where, like, everybody in New York know each other. 
everyone in New York definitely knows each other. Like, you listen to Carl Connell talk about how, like, he told the story before, but, like, you just to hear it again, like, he started his, like, he low-key started his business because niggas want to be fresh. Right. Who get the freshest clothes and not tell other niggas where they got them from. It won't be no fresher than if a nigga make the clothes for me or, okay, now I'm making the clothes for myself. Right. Okay, now I'm making clothes for these other niggas because the clothes is fresh. Shorty asked him one day, he talking, he trying to kick some shit. And he like, dude, walk past, he like, yeah, no, nah, this nigga wearing my shit right here. Trey Hose Cantina, you know, that's hard. He like, oh, yeah, no, nah, that nigga right there. Who you talking about? For, that's my clothes. I, I made them. Shorty called dude over to the, you know. Right. This nigga, you know, who made that? What this nigga talking about, you made that. He did. Let me see your jacket. I don't see your name in here. So how I know you made it? Changed the nigga life. Damn. Carl Cannot. His name is Carl. The Cannot part, because he said he would ask himself every day, Carl, can I do this? Yes, I can. This is a reminder. Carl, can I? Yes, I can. That's clever. You hard body, dog. That's clever. You hard. No, he got my shirt right here. Damn. You hard. Hearing people's stories is definitely when it. Hearing people's stories. Michael fucking Buffer. Really? You feel me? Give me some more names. Michael Buffer said he did that one. You the reason his brother does UFC. It's because when, uh, the fuck out of here. Because when he started doing that wrestling shit and he had that contract with them, niggas got a little, he did doing the boxing shit. When he started doing UFC, it was cool because, like, it was like, this is just some bullshit. Some little baby, you know, some backyard bullshit. This shit ain't gonna take off. That shit started getting popular and they was like, yeah, nah, you're gonna have to chill out on that. He was there also at the fight. Of course he was. Of course he was. He, nah, he got some people on there. He got some shit. Busy bone. What? Freeway Rick Ross. Jim Gray. The fucking after fight announcer, uh, interviewers. Yeah. Jim Gray. Jim Gray's known this nigga. He knows Jim Gray's dad. That's what I'm saying. Like the connections that this nigga has. Not only from being Mike Tyson the boxer, but Mike Tyson the person. It's fascinating. No, nah, that's cool because he is definitely on some other shit that I would not have actually imagined. See, the podcast, he d- hella connections, he's doing his shit. You get to sit down and talk shit. Burner. Word. Flocker. Word. D-Ray. Davis. Not the fucking blue vest D-Ray. No, the... Nigga from the South Side, D-Ray. What the fuck? Motherfuckers on here for almost two hours. Just shooting the shits. So, like... It's fascinating. And, like, the openness that he... And the sharing that he does. And then the insight that he provides. And... The conversations he's able to get out of his guests. And the majority of his episodes is only like 40 minutes long. Damn. But like, it ain't so no... some f- of them just... It ain't no filler or no bullshit. Like, the podcast start, they get their two-minute ad off, 
And then like Evan introduces the podcast. He introduces the podcast. Like I'm Evan, Mike goes, I'm Mike, and then we got a really dope guest. It's XYZ. X and then he get right there. That's the other thing. He get right to the shits. You just dive straight in. Yeah, no, it ain't no warm-up. It's like, okay, today my guest is Nate Robinson. So yeah, like, what does it feel like to get knocked out? How did you like how you taking that? Do he be smoking with the people on the podcast? He like if they smoke? Yeah. Yeah. He smoke on the podcast. Him and they be talking on that. Uh, he's on Tyson Ranch. Yes, he can do what he wants with his shit. He's on Tyson Ranch. Fucking uh. He interviewed somebody who had like, fuck. He interviewed somebody who had like some special. Who was like a cultivator of sorts, mm-hmm. and who brought some shit in with him for Mike to try, put him on his ass. Evan was pretty much the only nigga talking for like the next 20 minutes. <laughs> Word. Who? What? Oh, man. Say, want to pull that up real quick? Let me see who that was. Uh, whose episode fucking was that, man? Uh, he's got fucking William Shatner on here. Michael Blackson. My boy, that a he and them both of them talk on the mic at the same time. Shit, probably silly as hell. So yeah, no, like I definitely would recommend people checking out Mike's podcast. Man, it's definitely worth the listen. I just Tony Verza, that's his name. He was on DJ Pooh's episode, Blue River Extracts. Yeah, now nah, he bought some shit with him. And uh, let Mike try it on the pod, and he was he the, the, the podcast was twenty two minutes. Mike got quiet for like the last five of them bitches. Oh, he was gone. He was gone. <laughs> it happened to you. That punch out game he was on. What was that Nintendo Super Nintendo? Yep. They said that bitch made a billy. He made like a million dollars off that motherfucker. Penny. That's 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 why niggas won't do. That's why they shouldn't do video games today. That's so lame, though. Just pay their ass, boy. Like you using me for your fucking game. I, I was finna make your game bust a little more, a lot more than what it really is because you use. I'm on your shit. Pay me. That's it. Like yo, you gonna pay what you owe. You feel me? Like pay what you owe. Cause if I'm not on this game, you probably gonna sell as many copies. You might sell some copies, but do you know what the fuck would happen if a fight night? What is it, round five? I had Floyd Money Mayweather on that bitch. Everyone is buying that video game. People already fuck with Fight Night, but you got Floyd on this bitch now. Mike was on. Was Mike on? Mike the fight? was on three. I think everybody was on three. Everybody except Floyd. Yeah, except Floyd. We talked about this. So if Muhammad you put, Ali, you put Roy in the primes and amateur. Like you can play with him in different weight classes. Arturo Gotti. You can play with him. He was on the front cover of three. Yes. Everybody. Except Zab, Miguel Cotto. These niggas, you could old school box. These niggas were on the fucking game. Everybody. Michael fucking Buffer got a video game basically off announcing Mike Tyson fights. 
Muscle memory. That was it. <laughs> Muscle memory. Let me get up here and do this shit this way every time. He once he hit his groove. Let me get up here and do this shit every time that was and it. get my shit on. That was it. That was look. Got his own video game and like ready to rumble. Ready to rumble was Afro Thunder. Oh shit. That was it. He low-key pissed niggas off because they playing. He not even the, like, you got to make this nigga decent because the whole time, it's another, it's other niggas on here that's better than him unless you playing against a computer with this nigga. He was the average Joe yes. Schmo. He just looked cool. Yes. Like, you no. got us again. So, no, you put Floyd on a boxing game, you have to pay that man. man. You got to pay him. That's just the only right because you know this video game going to sell but copies. But that's the thing, though. It's not just Floyd you're going to have to pay because if you put Floyd on the game, the amount of copies that you're going to sell means you're going to have to pay everybody else. Damn, man. you're going to have to up the ante. There you go. Because you're going to make way fucking more money when you put Floyd on the game. But, like, Floyd knows this. Damn, he'll fuck around and That's break, why you got it. No, 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 no. You're going to put me on the game. You gonna. I won't have. What you call that? People who break video games? Like, they said Steph broke the game pretty much because the way he was just shooting the this, game updates. Just... Nigga, you're playing. Like, there is. Like, you shoot better in real life than you do on video games. That's impossible. <laughs> so, Roy would do something like. Not Roy. Floyd. Floyd would do something like that. Like he would break, he would break the system. He'll break the system. He'll break the system. That's not something you really want to do. You break the system. So you won't even entertain having this nigga on the game. Nah. He'll break the system. Unless nope. 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 Not even as like a downloadable content character. <laughs> you buy a video game for 75, but you got about Floyd for 50. 49.99. Woo! See, that's heavy. Hey, if y'all wind up doing that shit, I want 3%. I'm not greedy. 3% though. You think they gonna buy that? Fuck! Hell yeah. They Niggas will buy that shit just to like give his ass an L on some hating shit. They gonna buy it in secret too. I ain't paying no $50 for no one character. They gonna buy it in secret. You gonna get over it. Hey, how you get this nigga? My homie sent me to... He had a... He had a he had a uh, a link so on some on some uh, clown ass nigga out of here, man. Some, uh, you know, it's somewhat it's some type of way you go in the system and you it's glitched in there. Nah, nah. You gotta use a memory stick, bro. You spent that motherfucking fifty dollars on this nigga. Fuck I jail broke my shit, bro. Can't even do that shit. So you modded your game. That's wild, bro. So you out here mind games? I ain't know you Already? do no modding. I ain't never known you to do you no modding. you a super hacker? You feel me? When you, you be super hacker? You super. You extra saucy. Okay. We playing the game all these years. You ain't never told me you did this. Okay. Lying. You spent, okay. spent that 50 bucks. Okay. No, it's cool. It's cool. Niggas cool. gonna spend that. They gonna spend it in secret. They are never say they bought that. They gonna spend it. No doubt. They gonna spend it. I believe it. They gonna spend it. Hang on me on that, though. <laughs> Not a chance. No way. No, no chance way. in hell. You've got. Um. <laughs> uh, Cause yeah, nah. I would be down for a game though. 
I definitely would. I could go for like a 2K12 situation where you like when Mike, you put Michael Jordan on the game and suddenly you playing with everybody. Like you put Mike on the game and now you get to play with Charles yeah, Barkley, no Magic cap, no Johnson, cap. You're right, you're right. Because right. none of these, you know what I'm saying? Because they had you, you're right because... Like, like, if we gonna put this nigga on here, we putting everybody on You was here. playing in the finals and shit. So you gotta... You the Jordan challenge and shit. How you gonna have him on the game when you ain't got the people he's playing against on the game? So when you put him on the game, you have to put everybody else on the game. And, like, if you gotta... Damn. I, these are bags. Damn. These are bags. And that's why I think you won't... Also, EA is ass. Because they don't do shit to their games no more. So that's also why you not gonna see another fight night. That hurt. The true nah, guy. he ain't got fucking UFC. But that's UFC. Who plays that? Shit. Niggas Ooh. play. I, you right. Niggas Fair play. Say shit. Niggas, you right. Let me rephrase that. The EA games that are not, all of their games are not ass. The games that were on top are no longer on top. Madden and Live are not the shit that niggas play now. FIFA and UFC is what niggas play now. Hell yes. So I give you that. I give you that. Yes. I give you that. EA, all of they, if they put that, if they put FIFA energy into Fight Night, absolutely. 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 So we ain't, so I, you, <laughs> I resign. All right. I resign. I resign. I resign. <clears throat> but, uh, no, I, I love you, Mike. Thank you very much for, like, all of that shit. That shit is just dope as fuck. Yes. Um, I got to get my hands on some of that shit from Tyson Ranch, though. Shit, what's the name of the strand? It's Tyson Ranch. There's more than one, I'm guessing. Oh, damn. Type shit. Yeah. Because I think, it, based on the shit that he be saying on the, the podcast, they got like, it's like a compound. It's a ranch. It's not a joke. He said they worth like $300 million at this point. The company... Type shit. Okay. That seems, that sounds. I'm so happy for him. Oh, like, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I wouldn't mind meeting Mike Tyson. Wouldn't mind. He's absolutely at my dinner party. I would not mind meeting Mike Tyson. He's on my you short list. Some people we've been, you don't give a fuck about he, No, he's on my short list. Actually, I came up with a list of dinner party guests. I don't know if he's on there, but he's on the list. If he, yeah, no, you, I want Mike Tyson at my dinner. Party. Mike Tyson, yeah, yeah. I don't care where it is, what it is. Whole time the nigga might be vegan. Bro, I can see it. I can fucking see it. Extremely enlightened. He's unlocked the level of, you know. They say you can only access a certain percentage of your brain. Nah, he tapped into. He, yeah, you ever heard of DMT? They talk about DMT on there a lot. What's DMT? It's the drug that like you do that shit and it feels like you like died. Or, you know, you it's a fifteen minute high, and like it like your whole life you live like a thousand different lives in this fifteen minutes. But like it seems like you've gone through. Literally a thousand different lifetimes in this 15 minutes, but like you come back too and you're like, How the fuck long was I out? And they're like, Bro, you've been gone for like 10 minutes. <laughs> I don't think I want to do that. That's it's a lot, but they talk about that shit a lot. Mike's done it seven times, eight what times. What the fuck? And not just like 
the regular, like, regular shit that you and I can get our hands on. He's done, like, the toe version of it that you extracted from the Saharan toe that's poison. And you went in there and, you know, you had it extracted and you did it with the shaman. He's done that shit seven times. He's sick as fuck. <laughs> he said the first time he did that shit, I, he had a green crack moment. <laughs> Uh, story time with Uncle Trey I'll let y'all in on the very first time I smoked the green crack strain um, homies pull up on me at the at the crib he say this is back in the early 2000s when grams was $20 so he pull up on me yeah I got a G Bust a white owl out. We break that bitch down. My, it was probably, we was on Dutchess, vanilla Dutchess at that point. Mm-hmm. Bust a Dutchie down. Chocolate if if you fortunate enough. Oh! Split some. Shout out to Philly because I've had my first chocolate Dutch in Philly. Uh, but yeah, no, you bust that shit down. He like, I'm like, oh, that shit funky, baby. What's that? He like, oh, this some new shit. This shit called green crack. I'm not gonna lie. I smoked so many flavors in college. Like, I smoked way more flavors in college than I have probably as an adult where it's legal. I feel like every, niggas was every day when nigga, we, you got some new shit. F- flavors, nigga. I'm glad you did, though, because that's a good But cool the green crack, though? Yeah, no, absolutely. Green crack, Crimson Tide. I remember that you told me about the Crimson Tide. The first time I had... Uh, Maybe lemon kush, lemon haze, grapes. The first time I had grapes, I smoked them grapes on spring break watching weeds for the first time. Binge watching weeds. I smoked grapes and watched weeds that whole week. It was amazing, actually. Niggas had turkey, bacon, and biscuits every day. Living a great life. Not the greatest though, cause yeah, but turkey and biscuits cool. But but green crack though. So homies pull up at the crib, G a green crack, bust a dudgy down, roll it up. What's that shit called? Green crack. Really? Okay. You were skeptical. Of course. Pat put that flame that bitch up. Put it in rotation. This is pre COVID, so we putting blunts in rotation. Hit that motherfucker. Instantly, this is different. Why did I smoke some shit, hog? Yo, y'all, this shit. This What you said this shit was again? That shit hitting, ain't it? Hell yeah. Yeah, no, that's the crack part. (laughs) (laughs) That, like, it's funny now, but, like. Yeah. That's one of them shits, like, that was one of them times where, like, instantly way too high, too fast. Like, you wasn't expecting that shit. So now this nigga just said some shit and, like... It fucked your head up. Huh? Yeah. Also, how energized I got, that was probably one of the first times I realized the difference between an indica and sativa without knowing that's what it was. Okay. Green crack is a sativa. Yeah. And, like... You can have that. I remember sitting there for the next 30 minutes, freaking the fuck out, sweating, because I was like, it was cracking there, and I just smoked crack. 
And how am I gonna tell my family that like I smoked crack before? <laughs> I was yeah, really going no. through it. I was like, how am I gonna ever tell niggas that I smoked crack before, nigga? Wow. Hey. No bullshit. When you was on the phone with me, you just said the shit so casual. Like, fuck it. Hey, yeah, I smoked some green crack. Oh, what? What? I tried to just slide it in there because, like, you know, I know how this going to sound. Oh, like, what's green crack? I'm like, is crack? Which, which, what are you, what are you getting at here? I'm like, what's green crack? Cause that's the crack green or is the weed? I need further explanation of the situation. I was confused. Because I feel concerned. Like, what that you was got going on, no. dude? I'm like, bro, what are you doing? I'm like, no. Don't go. I'm like, why are we smoking that shit, boy? Fuck that. Mike said, uh, he said when he did the toe for the first time, he was like, these white people killed me. These white people fucked me. And why the fuck? What was I trying to prove? Why do I be fucking with these white people? He said all that shit went through his brain. <laughs> it would be like, yo, I'm he just fucked did it up. six more times. That's the fuck. No, I'm not ever trying to go through that shit again. Fuck. Shout the fuck out to Mike Tyson, man. We love you, bro. DTM. DT. DMT. 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 Is what? What kind of? What how? What form is it in? I'm not sure, actually. I believe it's probably like a liquid situation. Maybe like a tab situation. I like would imagine acid. a tab. Uh, the toad that you extract from like the poison from the toad or whatever, that shit is like some shit that you can vaporize and that is like another layer. But your body naturally produces DMT. It's called the death... I think it's called the death molecule because it's like... DMT is what produces that euphoric feeling that they say you get when you die. Type shit. It's what your body produces when you die that like creates this feeling of like... I don't know if it's euphoric or not because I haven't died. I don't know, but when I typed it in and looked at the images, these are euphoric images. There you go. And this is what I see. So, yeah, no. Shout the fuck out to fucking Mike Tyson, man. Yeah, that looked like a powder tab situation. Mm-hmm. Pardon me. Um, yeah, just crystals. I'm good. So, uh, damn, we had two and a half hours already. Mike, baby. With a quick, I mean, the rest of these shits though. Uh, <laughs> Nah, that we had a lot to talk about with that Mike shit. That yeah. fight was did that, that shit. That, was, that fight shit was. That cool. shit was. I think it also speaks to like how we hip hop to hip hop is a culture. It's not just music. Mike Tyson is hip hop. Yeah. Mike Tyson was a part of like you hear so many people say I wanted to be Mike Tyson. You niggas need fathers and role models, but like I get it. But niggas like Mike, I wanted to be the bad. You know. He, Mike Tyson, the baddest motherfucker on the planet, the baddest man on the planet. The podcast is so dope because he talks about, like, how much he hated that when he had the fight. Like, that shit, yeah, turning that shit on like that. Yeah. The person that he had to be. Yeah. 
how he felt about that time, then how he feels about that time in his life, and like the lessons that he had to learn the hard way because of you know X Y Z. It's they beautiful. Was fucking him over and shit. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's just beautiful, man. Uh, speaking of beautiful, Levar Ball, man. Levar Ball. Last week we said two of three. Two of three. But our bad. This week. 100%. Uncle Trey. Uh, Tracy. 3-5. Three, three, not 3-5. Three, 3 out of 3. 3.0. Three oh, 1, 2, 3. What do you see? Looky, look E. Oh. Lonzo. Jello. And Mel. All them boys in there. Low E. Because all they ass is mellow. But. All them boys in there. All them boys in there fucking That's time crazy. Though. All them boys in there. Damn, now I feel bad. I don't feel bad. but <laughs> I'm not even going to say it because including his name with other people in the same sentence. It just ain't the shit. Shout out to their parents, man. Yeah. Y'all got all three of y'all kids in the league. Shout out to who else did that shit? Oh, yeah, uh, right. the Holiday. Drew Holiday. Drew, yeah. Aaron Holiday and uh Fuck. What's the other one name? Say like you right. Let's look it up. We be having access to these things. Holiday Brothers. Drew, Aaron, and uh, why the other nigga name not coming up? Justin. Uh, yeah. Drew, yeah, Justin. Nigga, I just here. went past. As soon as you said it, I'm like, yo. Yeah. Uh, All them niggas. Shout out to Mr. Williams, Serena and Venus Pops. Yeah. I think more so. Compton. Compton. LeVar from Compton. The difference, though, is Venus and Serena was from Compton also. Right. Zoe and them, they from Chino Hills. <laughs> no disrespect. No. Because motherfuckers was still trying, y'all. But that shit is just it's dope. It's beautiful. It ain't no way around that shit. He got all three of his children in the NBA. Even if the nigga only played this one year. They all and make the minimum. They did it. That's crazy because I... He got a bag. Sometimes you only hear about one of them going. Nah, bro. Two, you be like, nah, bro. Three, you like, all three. You talking about speaking some shit into existence? Fuck out of here. You did it once, you can do it again. You can do it again. And they playing them like markets where they can thrive. Like Lonzo gonna be cold with the Pelicans this year. That's crazy. Melo gonna be cold with the Hornets this year. I think Jello, he played for the Pistons. Shout yeah, out to the yeah, Pistons. The Pistons. I'm a, we gonna get to see a lot of the nigga. A lot. Or maybe not, but he'll we gonna get to see the team he plays for a lot. Right. LaFar be talking shit. That's just it. He be talking Did he lie? shit. Nah, he didn't. So he be talking his shit and he So why niggas don't shit. like him then? He be talking. My niggas shit. don't like him. 
I mean, if you don't fuck with a trash talker, you just that's it. That's the only thing. He was talking this shit, but he meant what he said because it happened. Y'all laughed at him. Told my boy to shut up. He told him. Told my. Told my nigga he was a bad father. Yeah, that was crazy. Because he went on TV and radio and said the three of his boys were the greatest ever, and they were gonna win a championship. They were all gonna go to the NBA. They all are in the NBA. Yes, they are. I don't doubt that they all going to play on the same team. Melo finna how to, okay, Jello only on the one-year deal. Lonzo got one or two years left on his contract. LaMelo is going, he finna get a three- or four-year contract. So that means in two years, everybody could be like in one year, LiAngelo can go play with Melo on the Hornets or Lonzo if he any good. Right. Now, you because you know what's gonna happen. LiAngelo signed a one year deal with the Pistons. He gonna play well enough that like hell yeah, motherfuckers gonna be like, all right, I'll give his ass a shot on another. We hell can see what yeah. happens. And Charlotte gonna sign him because like fuck it, why not? We're yep. in Charlotte. It's yep. a small market and like. We'll sell tickets if both of you niggas is here anyway. That's and Lonzo got one year left. And you know the whole year, that's all niggas going to talk about. Next year, is Lonzo going to go? Where is is he Lonzo going to go? Where is he going? Yeah. And he's going to be like, I'm just focused on this season and winning the championship with my team and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And you know what's going to happen. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know what's going to happen. Hey. You're. That's how you going. And then LeVar just going to smile. That's all he got. He, he, he ain't even got. He ain't got to talk shit no more. He don't got to say another motherfucking he ain't word. He got shit no more. He ain't got to say nothing. He, all he, he got to do is smile. Another word. He already like fucking laughing and smiling and shit. <laughs> he ain't got that way. Say another word, man. Shout out to Levar, man. Shout out to Lonzo. Shout out to Jello. Bro, and you shout already out to know. You know he's smiling he put already. Put the work in, man. Shout he's out smiling. to them niggas. He's smiling man. right now. He's he cheesing. You know he just getting grinning, bro. He chuckling. He cheesing. Huh. He cheesing. He got. He laughing from his belly. You nigga. feel me? Ah, <laughs> uh, it's a wholesome laugh. The season started in like two weeks. Preseason start next week, and the season season start before Christmas. I don't even watch basketball no more. That's such a quick turnaround. I'm so into accident. I'm also excited because this is when niggas is used to watching basketball. I don't be watching it no more. But these niggas not going to be in a bubble. I think that's important to talk about because they not going to be in a bubble this year. So that means they, for not for the first time, because they were also at risk for COVID. Right. But they had zero tests. They the only nigga who took everybody down there from start to finish had zero positive tests from any of their players. That's magnificent. Yeah. It ain't going to be like that because it ain't going to be no bubble. Motherfuckers finna be on airports. I mean, on airplanes. Yeah. They finna be on buses. They finna be in other locker rooms. It's finna be wild. It's finna be wild. Did you also say they're not testing for pot anymore? They are also not testing for pot anymore in the NBA. Or at least for this season. I don't. It seemed like a weird distinction they kept making, but... I wonder what made that happen. They will not do it. They will not test in this in this year. 
So like I think that's I want I don't know, it's something to it. Like what? It's probably like a test run. Let's try it out and see. I don't know what you're trying out to see what's gonna happen, but Alright. <laughs> oh, like what? So right. yeah, I, that's big of them though, and I think that's a big step in like the overall like health of the athletes and the overall mm-hmm. uh battle to like reduce the stigma of cannabis across the country and right. the visual world. That's a big step. Yes. Uh San Francisco passed this law that said uh you it is now illegal to smoke squares in your apartment, but weed's okay. Also a big deal. As it should be. Also a very, very big deal. Uh, there was something else. I remember sitting in restaurants smelling cigarettes. I nigga, I remember being a child sitting in Red Lobster. Old country buffet. Old country buffet. Yeah. Fucking Giordano's and motherfuckers are smoking squares and they like, can you put us in a no smoking section? And they take you to a the next aisle over with a half wall and tell you here you go. You still smell that shit and still see that shit was wild. We were some wild niggas. We were damn some like wild I remember this shit. Like smoking over your mac and cheese. Like you don't get the fuck out of here. Twerking over your chicken tenders. Did you see that video? No. Twerking over your chicken tenders. You didn't see that? No. I didn't watch it either, but did, did you hear about the black restaurant owner who went on, he got on his soapbox, not his soapbox, but he went on his rant about how he got this business. It was a brunch. A couple of chicks was there or whatever. They started twerking on maybe the bench or the table, and he came and put them out and then gave his speech about how, like, he didn't start this black-owned business for motherfuckers to be getting busy like that in his spot. That ain't what they there for, and, like, he don't want their money if that's what it is. This is a black man talking to black women. No, I hear about that. Don't no, no twerking in his restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They playing music though. And it's brunch. Which probably means whether they bottomless or not, you got mimosas. And like the running joke on social media is that black women spend money like drug dealers on food. So black women spend money. Like drug dealers, like they drug dealers on food. On food. Okay. How many niggas will go forever without eating? Your lady not gonna let you not feed her. Cause she not gonna be your lady for very long. Facts. Like when four chicks get together and go to lunch or go to dinner. When they take a picture of the table, that bitch be full of food. If me and you went to dinner right now, Facts. it'd be room for a motherfucker to sit on the table. Facts. Twerk on the table. You hear me? <laughs> Shorty, bring that shit this way. Facts. Nah, that shit be... If two women go to... It's like, man appetizers. Like, you might order one, I might order one. You right. You order your entree, I order my entree. They got pictures on the table. They got shots on the table. They got, you want one, I want one, and we going to split an appetizer. You got dinner, I got dinner, and we want to try this one, and we might order. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, they should be loaded. So, like, I don't know. My The larger point, though, is that the video, I'm not going to show you the video because I think it's whack. Do you want motherfuckers twerking over your 
hash browns, maybe not, and I understand that. But like, I also don't fuck with that black people who have businesses or do business and then they be quick to tell other black people that this is why they don't want to do business with black people because black people act black. No, I don't like that line, but I was, hell, get y'all ass down. You very easily could have just been like, hey, you feel me? ladies, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to ask you to leave. That's all. Like, if you want motherfuckers to leave, tell them they got to go tell their ass to leave, escort them to the door, have them pay their tab, and then, like, that's it. Go to the back, and that's it. I'm fine with that. It's this other layer of, like, because if they were white, you wouldn't say that shit. And that's what they bothers They can me. say it, yeah. You can it wouldn't happen. You can get up there and apologize and be like, hey, y'all, I'm sorry. I didn't. That's not what I'm doing this for. To have women up here doing this shit. But that ain't what you did, though. You got on your black soapbox and you got to get your black shit off. And I feel like far too often, black people do that to black women, black men too, but more so specifically to black women. Policing, I just don't like this ass. I feel like black women are the most police people ever. And I feel like, um, like if you got bottomless mimosas and you playing cash money taking over for the nine nine and the two thousand, what exactly do you expect to happen I, in this venue? Because I know what's finna get popping. Why the fuck you doing this if this not what you want though? Yeah. Did they take it too far by getting on your table? Sure. Wait, this song was playing in this. There's there's a DJ. Okay. In the restaurant. Yes. I'm just trying to get an image of the setting of this place. You at Cooper's Hall, there's a DJ playing some shit. Okay. And like, we having a flight situation where we got six glasses of wine we down there. Cooper's Hall. Boom, boom. All right. I, okay. I if Cooper's Hall had a DJ, it might be a little vibe. I can feel it. Okay, I see what we going with. Um, I'll give a warning, bro. Hey, yo. Hey, I feel what y'all got going on, but, like, y'all got to knock it the fuck off. If not... Also have to know your music selection. Your music selection. You're playing music that, like, conduces this type of we, experience we get a little, You know, we like this shit, so we get a little turned up. Like, oh, shit. So, no, that does happen. He, he also needs... He, he, he fumbled the ball. That that's fun. that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Were they in whatever? If you're not with that, I don't mind people twerking over my he, hash browns because I like black women and I like twerking. He he fumbled the ball. That was all. But I also appreciate I might have had my niece with me or I don't give a fuck about that shit. But I guess I get the people who want to say that shit that like you know, his kids here. Yeah. Whatever. Funniest shit ever. I heard. I heard had these. White people tell me this story about uh, we were somewhere. WAP came on, and uh, like I had the ox. She asked. I was listening to some other shit. I might have been listening to Mike Tyson's podcast, mm-hmm. and you know we was in the same setting or whatever. And I just so happened to have the ox, and she was like, "Hey, can we play some music?" And I was like, "Yeah, we can play some music." And her guy was kind of like hugged up and shit, so I played WAP. Okay, and. They started laughing. Oh, we got a funny inside joke. Well, you want me to be in on it. Otherwise, you would have just laughed at it and that was it. But, like, since you told me you had... Right, yeah, 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 yeah. You okay, I'll bite. What's, what is it? Y'all motherfuckers hugged up on the Sunday and shit. 
chilling, the doors open, enjoying the breeze. Right. Y'all in y'all draws though, and walk come on. So y'all get up and get the, you know, you twerking and shit, cause homie ain't never heard walk before. Oh. So you play it for him and get to letting them, you know, we got a little grindy situation going on. Right. But your door is open and your neighbor walk past with his kids. Hey, I've got kids. Funniest shit ever because I find, I find <laughs> telling the motherfucker that you got kids when you see them twerking with WAP in the background is your response is the most hilarious shit ever. But that is it. Shout out to I've never heard that one, but that one is hilarious. Cause like, and you do know motherfuckers don't have to find out where kids come from and WAP is usually the most conducive way to get them here. Play whopping, it went crazy, huh? In real life, you I mean motherfuckers with wet ass pussy is usually I know I wouldn't that if I was gonna have a kid, it would probably be I would hope it would be in some wet ass pussy because if it's not <laughs> why am I <laughs> Why am I shooting my life force in this non wet ass uh, like, <laughs> That doesn't sound any fun at all, actually. Uh, shut up. <laughs> So like, yeah, no, I just I thought that shit was funny, but uh, that is that's silly. Yeah, uh, I don't even know how we got there. Just the no pot, no, the, the pot, no pot test. Oh right, 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 yeah, you know, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a step. It's a step. No smoking signs, and people just smoke indoors. Indoors, yeah, you yeah, can't no. smoke in your, you can't smoke cigarettes in your apartment no more, but you can smoke weed. Uh, the Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement Act. More. M-O-R-E. Oh, More oh. Marijuana okay. uh, Opportunity Reinvestment and Empowerment. Or Expungement, excuse me. Empowerment, that's such a black thing. Niggas always want to be empowered. And Expungement. Expunge some shit and you will be empowered. Also. Um... Uh, but basically, uh, it'll decriminalize cannabis and it would make non-violent. It's so basically, like, people that are in prison for marijuana and marijuana only, like, they didn't knife nobody, shoot nobody. Just literally marijuana. They, got a, they caught a drug case, and the drug case is all pot. Okay. All of that shit would be non-existent no more. It wouldn't be against the law to do none of that shit no more. So, like, all of the people who... Are fucked up over this would be instantly not fucked up no more. Okay. It passed. Oh. In the house. Okay. It doesn't sound like it'll pass in the Senate though. I feel like it's a step in the right direction of the motherfuckers is even having this conversation. Because this is absolutely the type of shit that we need to get this shit off the control substance. It's wild yeah, but that shit, in 2020, but- marijuana, cocaine, heroin, and morphine are all considered the same class of drug. But damn, by the time they finally free up on that shit, the motherfuckers that's in there that should have gotten out or the lives are the if shit. If I'm be, here, my life is fucked already. That shit over. It's with. not over. It's damn, but it's. I met a motherfucker the other day that did. Not over. It depends on. I don't know how old you would be if you went there for how many years you get. You're right, but. I mean, motherfuckers reinvent themselves. Not reinvent, but motherfuckers like evolve every day. You can evolve at sixty. When you get out, but I, either way, I just it's a step in the right direction. But y'all gonna keep bullshitting each other. But that's and they already in there. So think about the people that's already out. Mm-hmm. When they get caught, but it's like, oh, well, this is you feel me? It's that's so fucking lame. Yeah, no, nah, that shit is weak as hell. But uh, they stuck it out there though, so I guess 
Right. Right. That's what it is, I guess. Let's see. Uh, Brody and John Wall, that shit was also, they traded them niggas for each other. Never uh, thought I'd see John Wall go to another team. Another team. Yeah, nah, he definitely. That should be interesting. But he gets to play with Boogie again, and I'm excited to see that. Also. Uh, we talked about them taking Chappelle. Him saying he wants them to take that shit off next week or last week. Boy, the office is going off next month. But they, I think somebody, I, I think that somebody made the shit that, like, I think somebody said something along the lines of like somebody from the office, like Steve Carroll or something, also made the same claim. They're like, yeah, no, nah, we not really making no checks from that shit being streamed either. They should like we. That's why they taking our shit off Loki. Some shit like that. I don't know, but that's it's coming up soon. I think this is like the last month. Yeah. They're like you'll be able to watch like I said, it on. on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Hulu. To that same point, so is the Chappelle Show, I believe. Yeah, but it's on. It's on like. HBO through Hulu, you feel me? Oh, um, okay, 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 okay. You gotta have an HBO package. Yeah. Subscription. He might get a cut of that thing. Yeah. Probably not enough, though. But more than Netflix was trying to give him because he wasn't getting nothing. We'll see how that goes. Netflix took it off, though, so. They did. Now, hey. I thought that was cool. Like, hey. oh, shit. Oh, you fuck with this nigga for real. Because he know they paying motherfuckers, man. Come on, dog. He got specials on there. Shout out to Monique, man. Uh, that's why I have the disc. Was that Kevin Hart shit funny? I watched the first half of it. I giggled and chuckled a little bit, but I ain't laugh like ha ha. It's Kevin Hart. I, that's funny. Uh, I was gonna say Kevin Hart's a giggle and chuckle laugh kind of person. However, his stand-ups are some of them are funny, but have any of the recent ones been funny to you? Not really, but it's like you got. Some of the to same. that point, have any of the movies been funny? I don't even watch the movies. Catch that's a bad thing. I, we don't have to talk about it anymore. That's what I was. Yeah. You, you, you piggyback off the same joke in a different way. Sometimes we yeah. we heard this joke. We we know where you're going with it. I have not watched it. I don't. I what you know. I might come. You know, I might, but I'm not. It ain't no shit. It's not on the list. It's called no fucks given, and he he even hit on it like. Why you talk about this? This all you talk about? He's like, this is all I'm around. God damn it. You know, he he funny, but it's, it's Kevin Hart. So it was like, <laughs> type ass shit. Like, oh, I feel you. Yeah. But no, I like the the setting of it, of how it is. I think he said he's in his house, and it's in a room. And it looked like a little, little hole in the wall. Look, you know, like a comedy club. Mm-hmm. A little small, little stage. He got chairs in the audience. The... You gotta see it. It looked cool. Yeah. But I think he said it was in his house. And that that's what I was finna say. I haven't seen it in like whatever, but like I think that the dopest part about it is that you did this shit at your crib. If if I'm not you mistaken. You got that that's that that's that money. You got that wealthy. You got a oh, okay, you shot the special at your crib. The fact that you could have you could host twenty people safely in a COVID situation at your crib. They had their mask on and shit. Says a lot. So I'm, Thank you. Well done. You know, so I'm Salute done. Black Excellence. Black Excellence. Well done. Uh, we can run through these lashes. Though we talked about new music. No, we. It, I feel like it's we kind of got into that shit last week, but not really. We could get into this shit next week though. Uh, we talked about Top Dollar album. We mentioned it. I, I didn't. Know, I, I didn't all listen to it, but I, I didn't. I wasn't interested in it. I was because I. 
I fuck with Ty Dolla. I do too. I'm not interested in this album because it's more, it's, I want this nigga to like really go hard with like some singing shit. I fuck with the singing. What's your, my favorite Ty Dolla song might be Horses in a Stable. Damn. Uh, Famous from Beach House 3. I'm gonna say my favorite Ty, I like Stare a lot. These are like you getting you singing like you getting your shit off on these bitches. I like stare a lot. Um, I like a feature he got though. See, and I feel like that's because on his features he be doing that horses in the stable shit. He be singing. I'll be like, ah. But on his shit though, he cashed in every single feature a nigga ever owed him on his album. Also, uh huh. If he had 22 songs on there, he had 21 features on that motherfucker. See, like, what the fuck? Actually, that's not true. He probably had, like, 27 with 20 songs because some of them songs had two and three people on it. I'm not mad at that. I just, that's not exactly what I'm looking for, what I want from Ty Dolla. Right. And that's selfish as a fan, but, like, it'd it be like that. Yeah. So, nah. I like that singing shit. Yeah. Uh, speaking of singing shit... You fuck with Jasmine Sullivan? I haven't fucked with her in a long time. Ooh, she got some shit out now, nigga. Just a single. So I should go. I'm going to go. Pick I up should. your feelings. Ooh, she getting her shit on. Pick up your feelings. You fuck with lions. Everybody fuck with lions and tigers and bears. or You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nah. I'm, Jasmine Sullivan is one of them people, too, where, like, you know how we was talking about that verse and shit? We was talking about Brandy and how, like, Whitney don't bless everybody with the shit that she said Brandy. You know, she don't talk like, she don't do what she did for Brandy for everybody. Yeah. Because Brandy got it like that. Right. Jasmine Sullivan, one of them people who got it like that, where, like, notoriety-wise, popularity-wise, motherfuckers don't know who she is, but, like, motherfuckers who got, who, like, the eye, the ear test... She different. Like, she might not have the numbers or the catalog. She different, though. Like, a versus battle, 20 songs might be tough. 10 songs, okay. Okay. Five songs, it's like, all right, you get, okay. But, like, if we just talking about get up here and give a nigga a microphone and tell him sing, like, mm, you niggas better, like, step aside. So, it's the same. It's one. It's, it's called one pick pack. up your fingers. Pick, up, pick your up your feelings. It's a video for it and everything. Okay. I mean, the title of the song sounds interesting. It's yeah, no, song. she. That's it's her bag. She definitely. I had to shout that shit out. Okay. Um. Juicy J. He want that versus smoke. With who? That nigga said for real. That sound crazy. That nigga said for motherfuckers was like, you don't really mean that juicy. And he was like, why not? And niggas was like, mm, he kind of right. Also, Juicy got a Grammy, nigga. Juicy got a Grammy and he hot two times. You want rapper Juicy or producer Juicy? Feel me? Because producer Juicy is like, Damn. he one of them niggas. But like, because I was producing when I was a rapper. <laughs> Ta-da! 
funny shit. One of them niggas. Wiz is, I think he, he just produced Snoop album that just came out. That's hard. And Wiz just said he wants the next one he put out. He want Juicy to produce the whole album. Cause it's Juicy. Juicy did Meg's album this year. He produced his album. He got some shit with Conway on there, nigga. Word. Yeah, nah, it's filthy. Cause it's it's Conway giving you them Griselda bars, but it's okay. over a Gucci. I'm not a Gucci. It's over a Juicy. I'm finna say what? <laughs> say we is over uh, uh, Zay. No, it's it's yeah, nah. Uh, that shit is worth listening to. Corday got a one pack out, a single out, Parables. He getting his shit off on there. Shout out to Corday. Uh, did you listen to No Silence Three yet? I still haven't heard it. It's on Dat Piff. Shout out to Dat Piff, man. Yeah, the hustle continues. Juicy J, go listen to that shit, man. Oh, okay, I got this song. This shit smack. Yeah, no, he no. Nah. Boy, yeah. all right, so most of the song, have you heard that song? Yeah. So most of these beats. No, nah, Juicy, okay. yeah, no. Nah. Juicy Juice. He in his bag. So this one, this, this is going to take me back to that Blue Dreams and Lean 2. <gasps> That's what you're telling me? A zip and a double cup. I'm getting, I'm getting high as fuck. It's going to take me back to? Yeah, no, nah, he, he getting this shit off on here. Damn. I'm waiting he getting this shit off on I here. bet. Uh, and I wanted to talk about the baby album. Oh, thank you. See, I'm already here. <laughs> Let me go uh, here. The name, like, uh, some, what's the name of it? I didn't know it was out. Let's see. Uh, My Brother's Keeper. It's an EP. Have you heard any of it? I listened to the whole thing. Is it singing the baby or, I mean, the versatile the baby or like? No, it's, it's, it's the baby, yeah. The baby. My budget. Brother's Keeper, Long Live G. And uh, seven tr- seven tracks. He got two three features on here. Meat, Polo G, Tusi. Um, his brother, uh, unfortunately, uh, committed, you know, suicide. Um, and uh. This was uh, a part of his process, you know. This yeah. is something that happened as a result of that, and uh, I thought it was it's agony, agony. There's a beauty to agony, if you know what I'm saying. And yeah. I I thought that was uh, yeah. So shout out to the baby, we love you. Um, check out my brother's keeper because he uh, he he using his art to release to to therapy and process, and I thought that was that's important because. Uh, we love you. We want to, you know, talk. If you having these thoughts, if you depressed, if you know what I'm saying, reach out to motherfuckers, man. Yeah, and stop doing that Nate Robinson challenge, bro, with Jake Paul. That look a little crazy. That's a wild transition. But yeah, stop doing that shit, though. That's all. No, that's just... Yeah. Uh... Yeah, no. Nah. I mean, but not necessarily a wild transition because that shit could happen to you. And I mean, it's a separate issue, but like that shit in boxing, you could lose your life. 
Yeah. And like motherfuckers was genuinely concerned about my man's. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. mean, he good now, but nah, I mean, yeah. maybe. He posted. You feel me? And I guess that's what, you know, that's all motherfuckers be looking for at the oh, posting. Man. Mental health is important, man. Very much so. Talk that shit out. Like you said, if you have any of them thoughts, anybody, anywhere, whoever listening, bro. That's a fact. You have those type of thoughts, just please. I mean, you probably feel like you can't talk to nobody because you don't let people in, use shit against you and shit, bro. I understand that, but, man, you got to... I would say have com even with yourself. But like, yo, just talk. I'm pretty sure y'all, like, cool or close to at least one person, bro. Talk. That's all I'm saying. Don't make them act. Them thoughts become actions, cause that shit. Nah. Yeah. If it's a better way, we gonna take that better way. If it's any way, you know, that it can help you and keep you away from that dark place of thought. Get away, you know. Get away from that. Do what you do to take yourself away from that. If talking is one of them, go talk. Or. Uh, art, therapy, talking, friends, just yeah. don't. Keeping that shit to yourself is it just build further it and just, continuously unhealthy. It just. And that's the tough part about it because you feel like it's a burden when you do. Yeah, it, that's what prevents you from reaching out. It's a reason why you're not talking to people. Yeah. There are people who want to listen to you and who want you here though, so yes. Stick the fuck around, will ya? Will ya? Um so, This was dope. This was definitely Yeah no, this was a some golden molding. Shout out to my nigga. Golden molding. Uh ooh niggas, when's the last time we hit three hours? I don't know. This one don't feel like three hours, though. Nah, because we was going in with yeah, that. Yeah, nah, it was shit to get. Yeah, nah, we <laughs> had to get our shit out. I th- but again, I think that Mike fucking Tyson, man. It's beautiful as fuck, bro. Yeah. It's beautiful as fuck. Mike, that... To see... Oh, man, to see him up there and to see him talking shit, man, it's like, damn... He ain't really the person who I believed him to be. That's the best part. It's like, you, motherfuckers don't get to, like, fill in the blanks anymore. Like, you get to actually see him be a person. And I'm like, He's wow. He's human. Yeah. And, like, that makes him even more inspiring, even more beautiful, even more yeah. awesome. Like, that's my favorite part about Cause, all of Because what fucked me up was I, Mike Tyson Mysteries. I'm like, oh, this is not him in a boxing ring. Personality. Comedy. So I'm like, man, this is giving me an idea. Yes. But now it's like he got the podcast doing all this shit. Yes. And it's like, yes. oh, okay. This nigga Mike Tyson is like, wow, yeah. bro. Like, you really like this, my nigga. Like, it wasn't just like. You, Mike Tyson mysteries make sense now. It wasn't just because you was knocking niggas out. It yeah. was really because, like, it was really the person you were. Motherfuckers was just, like, mm-hmm. fascinated. Because yep. you're a fascinating individual and like thank you for sharing yes. all of this with us now because it's beautiful and we love it. Yes, bro. Uh, I'm hungry. Um, I'll, I'll, I can go on record and say I might be hungry. Uh, y'all niggas know what that means. Oh, we finna be off this. 
Um, I only had one meal today. Ooh, I already know what I'm finna eat though. Week. Um, what you finna eat, bro? You want the whole spread for real? Cause I'll bust it down for you. Most of us got. Oh, no, no, no. Cause I don't think I got shit to eat, so I don't want to hit your shit. Okay. Man, I get yeah, hungry. Yeah, no, 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 no. And then I'll be fake looking for some cool shit to eat, and I'll be fucked up. Yeah, no. <laughs> I sound like I'm hating, but I ain't. <laughs> um. You know We've been skipping out on what was said the last couple weeks. That's on me. I niggas uh, had them, but we ain't really no. had them. Last week, I don't think we did one. Well, we before that, I think we've done one. But I feel like the it's only right that this week the what was said comes from uh the man himself, Mr. Iron Mike Tyson. Uh I'm gonna play a clip from a question. They hey, this is a post fight interview that Mike Tyson did. Um Yeah, this is like after the shower and everything like that. And uh Yeah, this is, you know, this is after the fight. Um, this is he showered and everything, and uh, this is, you know, post-shower. Oh, did we did we talk about him smoking a joint? We not because we finna get off this, but... We said he smoked. He smoked before the fight. <clears throat> and, then, yeah, we did talk about that. The long-ass podcast, that's what happened. But I do want to play this clip, and, uh, shit, we off this. Y'all motherfuckers go, uh, you know... Go watch, listen, podcast, hotboxing. Go watch some Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, some Mike Tyson fights. And some Roy Jones. You goddamn right. Educate yourselves. You took the words out of my mouth. Educate yourselves. That's the greatness of Mike Tyson. You should go watch the other, because he not just doing this shit because it's no other nigga. This is, you know. But we off this. Uh, We holler at y'all next week. Uh, And this is Mike Tyson uh, post-fight with the what was said. Dying can't be bad because living is great. So dying has to be something special. DMT, baby. 